kind of, dare I say, fun and exciting. The woman, the the female woman, the woman <laughs> crab, the female crab skin. You're getting cancelled, man. Yeah. I need to be told to fuck up sometimes. Legendary New South Wales State of Origin coach Brad Fittler. Oh, made a cut. <laughs> Nazis and him. A love story. <laughs> are these out? Chocolate. Yeah. Or are these are the other invisible people. They, yeah. There's a the plate, of, plate of chocolate and lollies. They are ours. Yes. Welcome, Joel. Welcome to Kashmir. Hello, everyone. I, I said hello with a, uh, I've got a, uh, a, a, sna- a lolly snake in my mouth and I'm trying my hardest to speak clearly to you people who we love dearly. And appreciate, and um, thanks for listening, Tim. Goodbye. Yeah, that's a short, short, short one this week, guys. We'll wrap it up. We've got lollies to eat. How's your week been, Tim? Good. Faster. Seems like we were just here. And people say that when they get older, don't they? Try being, Time try being goes old faster. Try being old and being a podcaster. Yeah, it's a double whammy. Yeah, mate. It's just like I. It goes um, fast. You repeat yourself. Um. We had um. What's happening? Oh, what's happening in the world? Well, well should haven't, we, haven't really got many globe, globe, global notes. Oh, well, let's do, well, let's flat Earth. I just got um, uh, reminded. There's some beta. There's some beta dads cruising around Kashmir. Of course, there is. Yeah. You're on the soy lattes, bro. Yeah, so I don't. I don't deal much with the kids' interactions with other parents and the the. Or- of, uh, I would say I avoided that like the plague. Yeah. Well, it's just nothing uh, against the other parents, but no. hey, we got we got uh, we got structures to build. Yeah, exactly. We've got shit to do. Um, we've got society to, to sort of... You're damn straight we do. Fucking keep on the on, on the tracks. Mm. Um, so, but anyway, so I don't deal with much of the organising between parents about, you know, kids going to parties and all that shit. It's mum work. Yeah, it's, yeah it is. It's good, honest mum work. It is good, honest mum work. They're better, and at, I'm, hey, they're, hey, Jim, they're better at it. They're better at it than we are. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I'm happy to say... I, I would be shit at that job. I wouldn't be reliable enough. Why would you do a job when you're shit at it when you know someone really, really, really well who's really, really good at it? Yeah. No brainer. Absolute. <laughs> but anyway, so there's a, there's a couple of Cashmere beta dads who one of them, <laughs> I, it won't be outing them. Well, not that they're going to fucking listen to this nonsense anyway. Um, I hope they do. But, but so one of them, Casey's having a little party hmm. coming up tomorrow, actually. Yeah. And one of the boys is he's going to go to school, and trans? then we're going to pick the we're going to pick all the kids he up trans? from school. Has he just transitioned? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Michelle, I mean Michael. Um, <laughs> No, kidding. Maybe you're not, though. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who, who fucking knows these days? It wouldn't be that out of place. But anyway, so the, we're picking a couple of kids up from school and we're taking them trampolining after. Logistics. Yeah, man. But it, it'll be good. But this dad is worried about giving oh. his son a gift to take to school, to have at school all day. Fucking ram raids, bro. And then Fucking <laughs> ram raids cars everywhere. And geez. then gift Casey at his party after school. So he's trying to message with. Okay. He's trying to message it's just, with. It's got needs to psychedelics. Mrs. Think. Casey saying, uh, <laughs> what, saying, can you? Can we do like a present, like a gift handoff in the morning? Can we give the gift to you, and then you can give it? Like, there's a lot going on here, and there's like multiple texts to try to organise this. Um, it's not this really present. Do- it's not the domain of men, is it? No. 
Like, if I was doing shit, like, if I was all, if it was left to me and Amy was like, like, it's like if Amy goes out and I'm taking Eva somewhere for the day, like an art lesson. Yep. Amy's like, remember to do this, remember to make sure you go to a drink bottle, blah, 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 blah. I usually just leave the house with nothing. Yeah. Apart from my khakis and my wallet, maybe, and my phone. Because you're a good problem solver. Well, because if she, yeah. Like, when, uh, when and if they do even arise, you can solve just a problem. Just travel light. We're, guys are usually hey. out the gate. These these beta males that, that, that are over-analyzing oh. a, a present drop-off. I mean, oh, even if a mum did that, I'd be like, Jesus, bitches. Just well, give your kid work. the present and, and yeah. you know. And I said, if, what, if what is, it? is it? I was like, is it gold bars yeah, for what a gift? Yeah, what are we talking? Platinum, gold, fucking rare earth minerals from China? <laughs> Mongol- in Mongolia? That South African fucking uh, that giant emerald on, uh, or whatever it was? Uh, King Chuck the, the, the turd. turd. <laughs> are they giving it back? Or, but I mean, the thing is, back in the day, like even if you're a little bit, you know, the kid could just keep it in his bag yeah or if you really wanted to just you could go okay give it to let's say mrs thompson and mrs thompson can put it in her drawer till the yeah. end of the day or take it to so the, the office do, yeah or the office yeah. yeah give it to the lady but give it to the secretary it's like it's and not that fucking hard so there were a bunch of back and forth and like man this sounds way too hard i would have told him after uh text three um do what the fuck ever you want like this is too, this is too much effort. It's, it's hard like i probably it, wouldn't yeah. i just wouldn't have even responded that would be the worst thing and they just leave him in limbo, and then he would have just had to give the present. It's to hard the kid. with other people because I mean, this sounds like I'm a douchebag, but I mean, if it's Amy, I'm be, I'd be just like, babe, figure it out, yeah. get it done. Yeah, you're overcomplicating it. Yeah, but you can't say that to another paralysis beta, by analysis. Yeah, you can't like, say oh. that to a beta male. No, okay, I mean so, you could, you could. Yeah, but, but you've might, still got you've still got to walk the line of school you, dad. Yeah, yeah, you've got to you've got to sort of make it a little bit funny. You can't just say. Pull your head in. Yeah, come okay. on. Mate. Yeah. So, but anyway, so that's beta male one. Beta male two. Oh shit. It's beta male two. This one. This one really irked me. And think back to when you were a child. If this ever, ever would have fucking gone over in anyone's house that you know. Well, considering we grew up in the Greymouth in the eighties and nineties, we already know the answer. But continue. Okay. So <laughs> party. Another kids party. A couple of weeks ago, bought bunch of boys slash she he's. Who yep. fucking knows? Pizza. They said we're having pizza for fucking dinner, essentially. It was, it was an after-school party. Yep. Easy. We're having pizza, and then we're having cake. Yep. There was a request from a dad that you that the party planner buy a sauceless pizza because his kid doesn't like sauce on pizza. Okay. And... <laughs> Fuck me! That I, I was like, there's no fucking way any parent in the eighties, this would have been 1987, would have said to my mum or dad if they were getting pizza from the bonsai, can you please order a sauceless pizza? Because I've, I've, I've never heard of a sauce. Personally, I've never heard that of that. Because like, my fussy little fuck doesn't like sauce. So what is the pizza? So essentially, it's cheese on toast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a mousetrap. Yeah. He wants a giant mousetrap. Yeah. But it's the kid's job to say, no thanks, I don't want the pizza. It's yeah. not the dad's job to talk to the party planner to try to get a sauceless pizza for his son. Because you know his what, son's fussy. You know what Amy would do? This is cashmere, guys. Do you know what Amy would do? Which is, this is probably, you know. Yeah, and your Amy would make a sauceless yeah, pizza. She, she, yeah. Amy does it all. And yep. she explains to the mum. And this isn't because, but there's not a sauceless pizza. Like this is a say, either say it's a gluten free base. Yep. Amy will just sort it all out. 
and and she'll say, "Oh, don't worry, I'll just I'll just make one, and Eva can have it." With yeah, the other yeah. Kids so this no is, one even knows. Yes, this is it. Yeah, it's that's like, what you do. You you, you bring, don't you, you don't, eat what you're given, yeah. or you bring your own. Yeah, you bring your own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't. There's, there's yeah. no requesting. <laughs> no. Well, cash meal. <laughs> These motherfuckers are drinking too many soy lattes. That's their problem. Yeah. They should just get on the bovine excretion like Out of control. Get on the bovine excretion, guys. Come on. We can't have the dairy go out of business. This country will be fucked. It's going to get fucked anyway, but, you know. Yeah, when there's guys like that. Yeah, that's an issue. roaming the streets. That's an issue. I'm just going to do I'm just gonna do a nose blow. Oh, oh you got the tissue tonight? I've, I've just got one. I'm into my last tissue in a pack, so I'm going to I'm gonna have to be strategic where I put this snot. Sorry, everyone. Just you be, could be, put be, it to the me. corner. We need a... Um, the big, the big guys, the big pods. They, they have they sneeze have, buttons have, and cough buttons. We need, and a, we need a sniff button. If, you, <laughs> if we had a sniff button, you'd have your finger on it half the fucking episode. Just <laughs> ready to go. So yeah, that's um. Pardon me. It, it's life. It must be pretty good when the only things that um. But also pretty miserable. Oh, like, on, good. It's so. It's been so good that now it's gone like full circle, and now it's miserable. Because that's how we get to this point, right? Yeah. Things got so good, now everyone's, well, not everyone, but a lot of people are kind of miserable because it's so good. That's what happens with too good. So the little tiny things in your life yeah. like ruin everything. Like, I catch myself <laughs> doing it, Yeah. but I catch myself doing it. You catch yourself, it. and you laugh. But I also know how to act around other guys, and, well, I know how to act around people in general. Yeah. And I certainly, oh, I suppose my advantage was I was brought up to... Um, the probably the other extreme, which was, don't, you know, keep your head down. Yeah. Don't start. You don't wanna. Don't you know? You just. Yeah. You don't. Uh, I'm not asking for special requests. Essentially, I'm. I'm too embarrassed to do that. You know. I, I'd tell my kids like, oh, if you know. I, I think I've been places with the kids like, if you don't like it, don't fucking eat it. Just shut up. Yeah. Go, shut up. Go run around outside. Yeah. But yeah, if you don't like it, don't eat it. You know, as simple as that, yeah. Or give little Johnny a little, his own little pizza to take. His own little, well, it's not even pizza though. It's not a fucking pizza. That's not a fucking pizza. Yeah, it's a giant round mousetrap for fuck's sake. Yeah. It's a giant round mousetrap. Johnny then, likes little But Johnny. then even as a kid, I think of the fuck's 80s, sake. if you bought your own fucking food oh, to you'd a be, party, you'd, you'd be, it'd be like, oh, target number one. Oh, Here we 100%. go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You might as well turn up with a brand new pair of shoes on oh. and, 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 a, and a sauceless pizza. <laughs> You'll get crooksy and the canaras will bash the fuck out of you. Mm-hmm. Steal your sauces, pizza, yeah. and your shoes. Fucking humes, you'll stab you. And fucking beat you up. <laughs> you'll be dead meat at Blaketown School on Monday, mate. You'll shout be dead fucking Humes. meat. This might be our first, uh, first Humesy shout out, eh? Don't, not the best guy to shout out. No, he was a fucking arsehole. Well, I think he was a, uh, I think he's a convicted paedophile. Really? What, what the fuck happened I, to him as a now, kid? I would say just, I know we're not in America, and I know there's not, a, there's not a huge amount of sort of litigation that can proceed in New Zealand, but I will say allegedly, allegedly, for a, from a legal perspective, but I, I had heard that. Yeah. That is a, that is a very strong, um, yeah, that's a thing I'd heard about Humesy is... He what was it? Did you know his family? Well, they lived on uh, Blake Street, so they lived not far from um, um, the other Brent, Brent Campbell, uh, Lamb, as we used to call him. Old Lamb. Yeah, Lamb. Um, I remember once we were we. Oh, I don't know. Jay, Jay, oh, Jay was he was mates of Lamb, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, we were because well, everyone. Lived, yeah. yeah, we all we all like Lamb just lived down the road from Blaketown School, and then Humesy lived a couple of doors down. But I remember once, do you know Shane Farmer? Well, you know, so Spud Farmer, 
Yeah. AKA Spud Suckart, the yeah. owner of the Suckart. So Spud's younger brother, Shane. Yeah, I know Shane. So Shane and I used to, well, Kurt used to hang out with Spud and I used to hang out with Shane a bit because they live around on, um, right, they live the closest house but on the opposite side by the Blaketown Raven Club rooms. Yep. You know, right, right at the end of the, end of the line in Blaketown, basically, before you hit the tip, road to the tip. Across the rugby field, but um, great spot. Oh, great spot! Like such a good spot. So, uh, I remember biking uh, down Blake Street one night, and um, I believe Shane Farmer was um, yelling, calling uh, Lamb Brent Campbell's brother Adam, Adam the Elephant, and just like I don't know because we because you was it, Adam big boy. Well, probably not. But back in the day, that you got teased no matter what. You some will you will find something to tease you about. You know, Kurt. My nickname was Fat Boy. I wasn't even that fat for fuck's sake. But so, I remember Shane Farmer yelling, sitting outside at, um, the Campbell's house on Blake Street, yelling at him, the elephant. Adam come out. Th- I remember. I believe he come out wielding a tomahawk, <laughs> which I suppose you know. I don't know if he threw it. He was definitely wielding a tomahawk. And I suppose, well, fair enough. Like you know, these days, you know, that back in that day, that that was like okay. He doesn't like being called Adam the Elephant. Point taken. And um, nothing probably come of it. Just we just were like okay, we won't call him Adam the Elephant anymore because I don't want to get, I don't want to get tomahawked. <laughs> but um, yeah. Anyway, back to whatever I was going to talk about. Um, on oh, air. No, so uh, you've had you've had a car issue this week. So yeah. we're we're th- all. I We're think, all fucked. I think we might have. Do we have any enemies? Yeah, we think there might be some sort of someone, hex. Someone's put, put on a us. hex on us. Like someone definitely put a hex on our tiny home setup. That, or it's just teething problems, which I am leaning towards. But I do love to entertain someone put a hex on me. If someone has put a hex on the podcast, it's a minor hex. It's we'll, an automotive we'll, hex. We'll push through. We'll keep pushing until, you know, like, but I mean, it's just, I think it's like a bit of a, just a, it's a low level hex, you yeah. know. So, um, I'm just trying to think. Uh, how, ah, there are a few people we have, uh, I'm thinking about uh, another podcast, a female's podcast we have mocked. Oh, don't, yeah. know the, don't know the girl, but you do. Yeah, yeah, maybe Do you she think she could be inclined to being a bit witchy? Yeah. Has she got a bit of wick in, in her? Yeah. 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 Okay. You do. Yeah. Yeah. She is one of those. Um, I don't need a man. Sort of chicks, right? Yeah. Dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. Just like she should stick to spell. recharging her crystals in the full moon or whatever it is, not burning an effigy of Joel and Tim and then putting <laughs> hex on us so our cars break down because that's what's happened. Yeah. So yeah. You're so to the to the impreza, the family to, car to the to the. Uh, we have talked about this impreza before because this is one that went dry of oil. And it was making a rat a tat tat song, and we just filled it Fuji back up with oil. Fuji Heavy Industries, mate, they make they still keep going though. Fucking pretty good Bloody helicopters, Fuji, mate. Fuji, mate. So we filled up the oil, and it's good. And then yesterday, uh, Mrs. we were Bromley, talking. Yeah, Mrs. Bromley was driving down the hill, and then I, I was rudely interrupted with my phone call to you. Yeah. From a hold and accept, please, from Andrea Bromley. And yeah. Like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay. So I, I, I will allow it. Yeah. I will allow. It. I knew. It. <laughs> to be honest, when it happened, I was like, this is the first time. I was like, this must be something, because uh, this must be something, because you would never usually do something like that. Fuck no. no, no you're not a, if I'm on the phone. You don't even have a fucking voicemail message, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> if you, I'm on the phone, I'm not like, getting off I'll, just, I'll put you on call waiting for a minute, I'm like, fuck, this yeah. must be serious. Like, maybe a nuclear bomb's gone off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so and it, I would it, it got down the bottom of the hill, and yeah, it was yeah, made no, funny no, noises. It cut out in the, at the oh, roundabout yeah. bottom Columbus Street. At least you had to hit a steam up. Yeah, so she glid through there. And then it kicked into gear again, and she got down close to where she was going anyway. 
and it just yeah. fucked out completely. Wouldn't start, and it's got it's got battery. It seemed fine, um, and so the, the AA come in. Uh, sorry, State Roadside Rescue yep. come this morning with the little uh, the truck. Yep, yep. And their their news to her was it's got no oil in it, and it, I'll be getting a second opinion. So it was, and it was weird because when I tried to start it, it didn't even like the starter motor didn't even click over. You should hit it, mate. Hit it with a hammer. <laughs> we'll get to that. Get, the, the starter motor did, the alternator. <laughs> the starter the motor alternator didn't away. even click. So it, it's to me, it was like fuck. It could be seized. It's not it, the starter motor hasn't even got enough power to to turn the engine through its seizedness. Yeah. But anyway, it gets to um, the the mechanic, and oh, then mate. he rings up later on today, and he's like, uh, "So what's the problem with the car? Because he just started it up and it went. Yeah. That's that shit happens, mate. Yeah, that so, shit happens. It just, and it looks like it's running. It's, that's Murphy's fucking law. It's, that's yeah, it's yeah, so many times right. that like you, something happens in your life. You go, oh, it's like it's like when you go to the doctor. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm something, ailing here. Something's <laughs> fucked, and then you get up the next morning, you go to the doctor. By the time you get, you're sitting in the waiting room. It's like I've been in. I'll be like, I said, I'm like, actually, I feel good. Yeah, <laughs> but you kind of already committed. So you're at the you're at the car doctor this morning. Yeah. So car doctor said, um, of well, he rung Andrew and said, uh, it's it's fine. It's going all right. Did he put on the diagnostic? So he, computer, he mate? chucked a bit of gas in it because it was yeah. running pretty fucking low. Hey, uh, you know, I just and yeah, I was um, on fuel line of the way here, mate. But the the fuck thing is, the the roadside rescue guy said it had no oil in it, and then this that guy, guy doesn't know what he's talking. And about. then this guy's like, no, nah, it's fine. So go with, uh, you know, I'd always go with that guy. Yeah, well, he's the, the one lesson. who got the car running. But also, he's the guy you want to listen to. Yeah, he's so telling he got you exactly what but you want to hear. But he said, he's like, look, it, it might be running on three cylinders. It's running yeah. a bit rough. Uh, we're going to do some spark plugs tomorrow, yeah. fuel filter, and maybe we'll fuck around and, and see how it goes. So it could have gone from new see, engine, yeah, you're seized same engine. Same yeah. boat as me, but worse. New engine to possibly just new spark plugs. Who fucking knows? I was leaning towards that yesterday. Yes. Um, that... Me know nothing about cars. Yeah. But when a car just stops like that, I suppose, yeah, you could seize it. Yeah. Or it could just be any number of those little couple of hundred dollar fixes, which, yeah, hey, yeah. we'll take those. Oh, fuck. I hope it's But in anyway, so, um, so, so, if anyone's got a hex on us, just yeah, please. Yeah. So lay off the cars, would you? Like, yeah, we'll just, let, if you've got an issue with us, just there's only, only one person in the history of this podcast has at least had the common fucking decency to complain. To complain and say, <laughs> Keep your wife's name yeah, out of my mouth. Yeah, I've got. I was Chris Rock, and Will Smith come up to the Will Smith of this podcast come up and said, "Keep my name out of your goddamn mouth." And look, you got to respect that guy for that. At least yeah. he. Hey, you say what you want. I don't wicked, want. I don't want sauce wicked, on my pizza. These wicked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's inexcusable. But these Weasley Wiccans, these Weasley Wiccans, are running around. Putting fucking hexes on our cars. I mean, we got we got families and and we got mouths to feed. For and we got sh- we got places to be. We got podcasts to do. We got we got kitchens to install and houses to paint for crying out loud. I mean, the wives have got bloody I don't know shit to fucking got shit to, to, to do. pick up. What are they doing? They got I don't know. They oh they got they got groceries to pick up. They got presents to transfer yeah. in the morning and all sorts. They got sorts. bloody they got to go and pick up food so they can cook it for us. I mean, come on, this is. Crazy, the bloody Wiccans. Just, yeah, it's because the Wiccans are all the same. Because the Wiccans, they, yeah, yeah, they. But anyway, we'll we'll just do the. They are sad. We'll folk. just do the alternator story. Oh yeah, the alternator. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were, when I was young, me and my friend Jay, we went to Canada, bought a car, done a bit of cruising around. We've got what a lot part? Of, what part were you in? Oh, BC, mate. We were oh, in uh, Vancouver. BC, bud, bruh. We we're in Vancouver, and uh, so we were cruising around this car for ages. We brought off this dude named Frank, who was a fucking legend. Yeah. 
and local and he yeah local and he lived in Coquitlam and he used to say to us look if anything happens just give me a call legend yeah fucking legend and one day the car wouldn't start and he's we're trying to talk to him on the payphone and he's like fucking get something really hard and hit the hit the starter motor because the starter motor was a bit sticky yeah and um sometimes it just wouldn't engage and I it was like and I was really confused, like, oh, is that the that's the is that the alternator or is that the starter motor? So I'm like, nah, that's the fucking starter motor. So <laughs> so I'm beating the fuck out of the alternator. Alternators can take a hit, mate. Yeah. Beating the fuck out of the alternator for ages. It's a Chevy Malibu. Oh yeah, so American muscle. Oh five liter V eight. She's fucking more toe than a road sandal. Not yeah, not really. It no. was just a, it was good it was for old. doing skids in the gravel car parks yeah, at the fine. ski fields. Yeah, bit of bit of, uh, bit of paddock work. Oh, so good. Um, but anyway, yeah. So he ended up coming and um, <laughs> coming to collect us. And, yeah, and uh, he ended up just whacking the fucking starter motor a few times, and it turned out it did fucking go. Yeah. And man, me and Jay were laughing so hard. We're like this is this is <laughs> fucking comedy gold. Like I'm beating the fuck out of the alternator. This is and the alternator. Hey, the alternator can take a beating and still work yeah. fine. Yeah. Bloody but there's no man. sticky fucking um, solenoid tough. to um, unstick in an alternator. Yeah. That was back at, like, it was just a constant slew of, now you don't get it much, right? Like, now you can't, every, straight to the mechanic, right? Yeah. But back when we were young, it was all, you know. Well, you had to learn to yeah, do yeah. shit. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I'm not mechanical, but I would, I would fuck around with shit. Now I wouldn't even bother. But yeah, because yesterday when we were talking, when you come back from me call, I think I said to you. Could be the alternator, mate. Just yeah, yeah. and that's when it, that's what triggered you to remember about your because I, yeah, I yeah, was telling, I told story. you to smash it. I was like, smash <laughs> the alternator, mate. Just smash the alternator. You're and like, well, like, yeah, nah, we tried that, but it's actually the, the starter. And I was should like, be oh, smacking. that's right. It's the starter. It's the starter motor that we smashed with a hammer. I forgot. So there, there you go. You heard, yeah, well, you didn't hear it here first, but you heard it here now. We'll start off with a bit of ah. Uh, there's a little bit of. We'll start off. We usually. I think I think we're in the groove. Unless you don't like it, is it? We start off with the soft stuff, and then we when I have a rant, and then we do sport at the end. Are you happy with that for now? Yeah, it doesn't worry me. It yeah. seems okay, doesn't it? Yeah. So if we're going to do the soft stuff, I'll just let you know that this morning, before I went to work, um, Amy asked me if I would, darling Amy, asked me if I would like my my uh, morning porridge, and I said yes, please, uh, hun, and. Um, so we're all out of the pick smooth peanut butter, but I don't think I'm going to go back. Although it was good. So I had the brown sugar and I had the cream. And then I said, would you mind just putting a wee bit of, uh, well, not a wee bit, like a decent chunk of butter in the middle of it. And i tell you what, Tim, I, I can, like, okay, we don't, you wash your face with After. your ass hands. Okay, so we're different there. Yep. But that's okay. We can all get along. Yep. But one thing I, well, I will say to you. We both love Billy Slater and Brad Fittler. 100%. Where you can agree they're on both that. Nice, they're both hard case. We'll get to that. I mean, I, I've got some pretty strong opinions about State of Origin, but we'll get to that in the next hour. But uh, not good. Not, I mean, not good about New South Wales. Queensland, bloody fantastic. I mean, can't take anything away from them. Um, but It just means a bit more to them, doesn't it? I think that's. Pro- I don't. I don't get start. I don't get lured into it. But I think that it is. I think that I don't agree with that stuff. I think that's just what they say when they do win. Like when you lose, you don't say it. Just means more to us when we say we. No. 
like, but anyway, I think that's just, uh, I think that's, I think if anything, um, you, you're getting me off topic and that's fine. I think Queensland, that whole thing, it's nearly a, it's nearly a trope for me, that whole thing. Is it a trope for Queenslanders? Yeah. It's a joke because, I mean, I think what it comes down to is that, uh, even though I just said I'm going to talk about this now, I'll just say this quickly and we'll get back to the porridge. I just think Freddie just picked a really, really, really shit team. <laughs> like, I, I, I think they could have won that game with if they had a lot better team on the field, one hundred percent. Yeah, like I they should have. Yeah, like I, I would. I mean, I, we'll fact, go. I'll, we'll do I'll it stop. later. I'll yeah. stop because I'm just basically in a nutshell. I'm putting a broom through most of the team, <laughs> but you know what? I I know they won't. No. Freddie won't, but he needs to. And I'll tell you. I'll tell you who, who I'd change most of the team. But anyway, listen, back, listen until later. <laughs> yeah, back. I mean, it's it's not. It's yeah. It's it's a bit of a hot take. I, I certainly. Last night, at the end of the game, I certainly don't... Like, I'd just like to say this. I had a few people that are Queensland supporters that would send me a few cheeky jibes this morning, and that's fine. But I'd I, I just like to say, and the, oh, no shit, next time New South Wales wins a series, you won't hear really hear from me much gloating, because I think my days... And I'm not just saying this because last night. Like This has been like this for several years now. I love the game. I will always support the Blues. It's just a game. Yeah, well, it's, the Warriors. I could not. I could not. Do, I could not. Do, you, I couldn't handle having. I couldn't handle doing what I do with the Warriors with the Blues. It's just too much. Like I can watch that game and be like, when, when they, You'd when be they, depressed, man. when they scored the when uh, when when um, when the Hammer scored that try, I'm just like, fuck. If that was in a Warriors game, I am... Yeah, enough of that. Come on, back to porridge. Yeah, 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 back, yeah, to, back porridge. to porridge. So anyway, back to porridge. Butter. Oh, mate. So the butter and the brown sugar and the cream, it's... Uh, the uh, only issue is, is like you can't quite stretch it all out. You get... You got, two, you got a third left at the bottom, and it's basically... It's all kind of mixed in a bit, but it, for, the, for, for the most part, it's just porridge at that point. And unless I ask Amy to give me a wee top up of all three, which I even in my sport little world is maybe a smidgen excessive. So, but anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, the, the porridge with the butter and the cream and the brown sugar with the cream coffee, uh, the heavy cream as the Yanks call it, the heavy cream. Is that heavy cream we have? Um, I just think it's just cream, eh? It's cream. The Yanks always do that shit. It's, it's fucking cream, it's cream. bro. Because they probably have they probably have a a, a light cream because that's what Americans would do, right? They would have It'd a be cream. like a watered down cream. Yeah, we don't we don't play those games in New Zealand. We just have fucking cream from cow to the fucking you cow to my coffee. <laughs> so yeah, so the porridge is a win. So we it's a win. So there's a win. Yep. Um, now a loss. Oh, it's not even a loss. Here's a funny story. As I spittle all over this room, so turns out like um I've got the I've I'm basically I've got the bioweapon. The bioweapon got me again. Oh, yeah, okay. So confirmed for no, you? No, I would never confirm it. I would never confirm it. But someone close to you confirmed? Yeah, we had a confirmation in-house, and I, I reprimanded that person for doing that um, on Saturday night. She'd been sick. Um, I can't, like... Uh, let's say Mrs. You even asked. You even said to me today, are you keen for a pod? Yeah, I... Knowing well, that I know. have been in close no, contact. I'm fine. Like, this is the thing. This is the thing. <laughs> I wouldn't even thought of it. On I was like, Saturday who, night... Who cares? Well, because I didn't go to work on Monday because the guy I'm working for, that Monday I was like just bunged up and shit. I was fine. Like I spent the whole day in the garden, 
And then we, Amy and I, de-junked the, the shipping container and stacked all my painting gear up nice. So, yeah, I'm totally, like, the first time we had the bioweapon was, was you know, a couple of rough days, right? So, um, yeah, uh, so the test happened, and I was not a happy chappy for a Saturday night. I was, I was actually, we'll get to this later, but this is after, I think this is after the Warriors game. So I was already in a foul mood. <laughs> and then Mrs. X said to me, I don't know why we're calling her Mrs. X, because everyone knows who I'm talking about. It's kind of like how Mr. X and the Patreon. Mr. X and the Patreon episode, he liked that I called him Mr. X. He thought that was funny. But uh, Mrs. X did a test, and she, I went into the bathroom, and she's like, and I'm like, why'd you do that? She's like, oh, I just want to know. I'm like, that's psychological. You're doing psychological fucking warfare on me. Now I know you've got it. And Saturday now night. I know I had it. Yeah, but no, then I woke up on Sunday morning, fucking bunged up, fucking sore, all my sore, achy joints. D- you did no, it to yourself? Well, she psychologically, this is what I said. Don't, I said, oh no, this is when I turned into a total pig. I'm like, don't ever fucking do those, t- that's how I talk. What an arsehole, eh? I was like, Amy, Mrs. X. <laughs> I was like, don't fucking do those tests again. Like, I'm not, I never, I've never did taken a test. Do you get angry? Do you get it? Do you get angry? Uh, How angry I get, get as angry as Amy gets at me when she's angry. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I don't, I don't do, I don't do excessive anger at Amy, but we will you match her. We match, match the anger. If yeah. I've been a dick, she will match the anger. Yeah. Actually, she's probably a little bit angrier than I am uh, in the current era. Like I used to be probably the king of anger, but now she's the queen of anger. But not <laughs> that, not that much. Like I'm not making out like she's angry, but like she. Yeah, I'll fuck her off more than shit. But anyway, one thing I did get <laughs> fucked off about was the test. I was like, do not get those fucking things out of our house, please. That is But anyway, so Sunday what what can what can you sort of achieve by having a positive <sighs> test? Like yeah. what what does it do? <sighs> without sounding how like did it, how a, did without it, sounding if, like a total pig. They're woman, mate. They they're woman. I mean, I don't know. I can't no one's ever been able to explain what a woman is. You know, we don't really know what they are. But what they do like to do is that sort of shit. And then they can get on the Facebook messenger groups and talk to each other about it. You know, shit that we would never do. Like sorry. So I've I've My I've, son doesn't want sauce on his pizza. Yeah, but that's okay. And he's got a positive COVID test. Yeah, well so Can anyway, he still come to the party? So I said well, here's the next thing. So yeah, we had Eva's birthday party the next day, and and we just kind of, you know. I know nothing. We, well, everyone does now because I'm telling people on a, a nationally syndicated podcast, <laughs> internationally syndicated. So you podcast. had you had a, a a deliberate super spreader super spreader well, event. Bear in with mind, party. bear in mind, Amy was kind of at the end of it there, and I, I was totally fine. Like we we did a whole party. And no dramas, went home. And it's not like I got home from the party and I was like, oh man, I'm wrecked. It wasn't like that. Just got home, just did what I normally did. Woke up on Monday morning and thought, ah, the guy I'm working for is old, obese, and his health's not great. So I was like, eh, might have the day off. And then potted around in the garden and trimmed up a whole heap of plants. Had a blast. But yeah, I gotta say, it was more, it was, um, yeah, it was nothing basically, but I also um, I also was supposed to go to watch the Origin somewhere last night at a mate's, and it was just f- like it was it was uh, outnumbered with outnumbered with Queensland supporters, and I let this person know that I had it 
like Monday, Tuesday. And I was like, look, you know, I just thought I'd be. And, um, yeah, because, yeah, there might be people in the house that, you know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I get it. I, I'm not a total, like. I'm not worried, but some, lots of people are. That's lots of people fine, are. Which is fine. And I'm, I, I do, I am somewhat respectful. But in hindsight, I was kind of glad that it kind of got me out of it because I just got to watch the league at home. Suffer in silence. Suffer in silence. I had the OB and Z watched it with me. And, you know, it's... Do they have any affiliation? Ah, uh, I think they... I think they... When, when New South Wales scored, they were happy. So okay. We've got a couple of... But, but they... I, 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 I controlled my... Um, my generation X at Zuma frustration. They were pretty good, but there was a little bit too much of headphone in and on phone while the game was on, and then it would get put down. But I, I get, I don't know what it is. I that that triggers me. That in the past I have had to say, boys, yeah, they're fucking watching this. That's what not. I say. You're either watching it or so put your phones down. And that always, I'm not very diplomatic, but I don't really know how else to do it. But anyway, so there was that. Let them be. You should be happy that they're there enjoying it with you. No, that, I no, I was. Last night, I, I didn't. Um, the only thing I said to them was, if you guys are going to be streaming TikTok videos while the league's on, it's going to... Because we've got... The bandwidth isn't that great at the moment in the paddock. Okay. So I said, I'd just prefer if you guys maybe just waited till half time before you scroll through or whatever fucking... A oh, perfect Dri- time to do it at half time. Drivel. The drivel at half time. Yeah. Oh, the drivel. Oh, te- oh now, now, now oh, okay. The, remind me to talk about the, when we go to our uh, bread and circus section at the end of the podcast. To like, I text you about one o'clock this morning, and I and I, I got stuck. I don't know why. I'll tell you now, and we'll go back to it. But remind me in the sports segment at the end, bread and circuses, to talk about Vonnie Corey Parker. Cooper Cronk. Now this is and Mick and Mick. It was it was weird. It was strange. I tell you what, I know what I'm talking about now because we're supposed to save it till later. But Corey Parker, I gotta say, was actually being a bit of a cock. I thought Cooper Cronk was being humble in um, victory. Parker was rubbing it in Ennis's face, and Ennis, Ennis was not happy. Did you watch it? I watched. Did, I watched probably five minutes yeah, of him. Ennis, because he was saying Parker was saying, "Fucking get rid of the halves," and yeah, Ennis is like, "Nah," because they, he wasn't happy. No, he was. I thought Parker was being a bit. I thought he was being a little bit schmarmy. Yeah, and I oh, think without a doubt. Look, I know I'm an emotional dickhead, and I get wound up at everything, and I want to put a broom through the team. That's me. I'm a I'm a slug from nowhere. Right, I'm nobody. But Parker, what's his name? Corey, Corey Parker. He's supposed to be, in air quotes, professional, right? Like, you know, like you don't want to be the Queensland Paul Gallon, you know, like, you know, you'd, but I, I, I don't know I just sat, watch, it was like a, um, what's the word for it? There's a name for that. It was like a, um, it was like a humiliation ritual for Michael Ennis. I, I kind of felt bad for him that he was kind of, he was clearly, yeah, he was clearly a bit shaken up by the whole ordeal. Uh, Cooper Cronk, re- I will say this about Cooper, can't compensate very well, but he read the room. Yeah, and it wasn't he stayed really, the fuck out It of is it. just a game, and it's not really the time to be a total dick. But anyway, back, <laughs> back to, to whatever you're doing. Back to, yeah, the boys and the bandwidth and the can you stay. But yeah, okay, so we watched the game, and, and I did field a few questions. 
So I was being. I'm not usually very good in these scenarios with like with the kids. I'm usually like. I usually make it pretty clear when I'm watching League that I like I'm curling my toes just thinking about it. like every like I'm not psychotic when I watch the Warriors or I'm not psychotic, but everyone knows it's it's look if you want to watch the league with me and learn about League, pick a game that's just any other round of the weekend, any other the Sh- Shangri La snakes, the Shangri La snakes versus the Western Tigers. Like talk to me in that game. I'll tell you whatever you want to know. I'll tell you fucking accidental offside. Uh, you know, gold mouth dropout, 40-20s. 40-20, fucking DC. DC. God, how, how fucking punchable is that guy, though, eh? Honestly. <laughs> he is... Like, I, I saw a bit of the post-match interview. Like, Here I am again. Billy Slater and DCE. They come out, and I'm like, Billy Slater, what a guy. Like, just an all-around... I, I reckon Billy Slater, all-around good rooster, right? And then DCE sitting there, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, DCE. But I think that all the time. He's just such a... Like even the Queenslanders don't like him, mate. Like you don't, you're not a huge fan, eh? Hey? Oh, I, I, the funny thing is, I watch the, I watch the team, and I watch uh, the way they interact, and you know they all, they all fucking jump up and down and hug each other and shit, and I just can't stop thinking. I wonder if half the he- team don't like him either. That'll someone will, that'll be in a, an, an autobiography in ten years. It'll yeah, be like, oh, he was such a fucking tool. Yeah, or but, maybe he's a great guy. I don't know, but he just. Yeah, something about him. Oh, there's just, there's just definitely something about him. Yeah. So where was I? Good player, though. So, player. oh, really? Yeah, great game management. I mean, outplayed Cleary. Cleary is garbage, I thought. But uh, anyway, enough about that. Uh, <laughs> we're not doing spreading circuses till later. So, oh, yeah, the bio weapon. So, I mean, yeah, like, you know, I'm not testing, but we'll just assume that, you know, Eva felt Eva had a sore throat for about no shit. I heard her say she had a sore throat once one day this week, like once, and then never heard about it again. Z nothing. So yeah, it's basically a nothing burger. Um, but the annoying thing is Mrs X tested on, and it's just like just don't do that. We don't need to know. Because for me, it would have been, I'm a little bit bunged up today. And my, you know, it was just like classic winter shit. I get like that, you know. It it wouldn't even be anything that stops me doing anything. But once that enters the fucking, once once that enters the chat, then I feel like, you know. You can make yourself sick. It, it, or well, don't, sicker. Well, but then it's like, okay, but we, we I, I, you know, we were selfish with the party. But then I also had to be responsible with a couple of events, you know. Uh, and then when I went to work the next day, the client's wife was she's cool. She's like, "Oh, so what?" Are, she asked me in a way that it made me paranoid. She's like, "Oh, so what? Have, what did you have, Joel?" And I'm just like, "Oh, just a bit of a bit of a headache and nothing. Oh, nothing major." And then I quickly changed topic and I'm like, "God, this is crazy." This that's what I said to Amy. I was like. Those tests are fifth-generation psychological warfare. No good. They're no good. Stop doing them. I've never done a fucking COVID test in my life, and I never fucking will. I just won't do them. If anyone, like, I, I, know, I actually, in the morning, I'm going I'm to tell her, all get, we're going to throw them all out. I don't, she's hiding them somewhere. They're somewhere in the house. She's not stashing Tim Tams. She's stashing COVID tests. 
She's not going to be happy about this. She's going to say, don't make me out like I sound like a crazy... She's not a crazy person. But she did do a COVID test on Saturday night and it really brassed me off. <laughs> it really did. She knows it. She, she won't deny that. She actually took it. She she Because I, I, I got grumpy. Not real grumpy. But I was like, don't fucking do those. That's fucking psychological warfare. They're getting inside your head. And it did. Steve did with the party. You know? You know? But the thing is with the party... It's kind of like, I, I weigh it up. It's like, okay, I'm not going to go to old mate's house tomorrow. He's 70 plus, obese, wheezy as fuck. Had it one other time, had the bug by weapon last year. Went into, had, had to go to hospital. But whereas it's an 11-year-old party, it's like, that'll be fine. So no. that's that's the roll of the dice. So anyway, that was me this week. Um, potential second time around. It can confirm... Basically, um, nearly just a standard bunged up nose for me. Like I get it every other, every other major weather change. I, I feel like that nearly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if there's yeah. a if there's a cold front coming in the winter, my left eye starts running and my nose bungs up. You know, you and it just it, it's it's like that. That's what it was like. Whereas this week, mate, fuck, this has been crazy. The weather here, yeah, good. It's not. It's it's like I was saying to I was saying to the kids last night. I was like, global warming, yes, please. Fucking nineteen degrees today, first day, first of June, two thousand twenty-three. Uh, fucking nineteen degrees, first day of summer, just pristine. I was outside making my little uh, firewood structure. Um, have I told you about the Can-Am crates? I have a. Eh? Yes, the irony, yeah, 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 yeah. the irony of the reverse trike. Yes, that, that's the company that makes the bright yellow reverse trike. <laughs> so I covered the. I, I've set up the second Can-Am crate. I don't think these are uh, reverse trikes. I think these are the ATVs, ATVs. Uh, covered it in polythene tonight, and use some of your. Um, what are they called under a bed? Oh, the bed slats. I used the slats. It comes with a base, like a pallet base that you put the crate over. It's about. Oh, fuck. I'm no good with measurements. It's always scary talking measurements to a builder. But I reckon it's about 3 by 1.5 by 1.5. Yep. And the crate bottom, pallet crate bottom, it's like that, Um, it's not plastic, but it's not, it's like a woven sort of semi-waterproof shit. But I just used a few of your bed slats on the base just to stack wood on so the wood wouldn't sort of fall through. Um, so I was outside till about, what time? I left to come here about 6.30pm and I was outside till about 6pm and I was in a t-shirt, mate. First day of winter in t-shirt, had the fucking rattle gun out, had the fucking handsaw going, had the polyth- had the staple gun. Tell you what, struggling with the staple gun. I, I thought I'll buy, you know, some things as a as a non-builder, as a DIY guy, I thought I'm not going to get the best stapler. Like, what's the best stapler? Like, I mean, like hand stapler. What's oh, the best rapid. brand? Rapid, yeah. So I went for the Fuller, <clears throat> which is still about 50 bucks. Yeah. The all-metal one, not yeah. play, all-metal Fuller. Fuck me, mate. It's a fucking dog of a thing, eh? It's just always blowing apart like it's, like yeah. the front bit slides out. Yeah. And like if I, I uh, yeah, hook it on something and it unclips and fucking oh, all the mate, stables there's a fall couple, out. There's, there's some nail plates that are holding this structure together. <laughs> yeah, like all these these boxes are made in Mexico. Yeah, so it's just like um, nail plates holding real shitty pine together. But you know to rip it apart, man, I've got to get the pinch bar in behind it. 
these nail plates, they're on there. It's hard to get them off. But a couple of times when I've been putting the black polythene over the, the timber frame, I'll, be, I'll, I'll, I'll feel along the, fr the framing timber, staple, staple, but occasionally I'll hit a fucking uh, a nail plate with the staple gun. Does and the, fucking staple, the staple gun just fucking explodes. <laughs> like, I've got my safety goggles on because I'm like, okay, this, is, this thing is dangerous. Like, it's, it exploded <laughs> about five times this afternoon. And then all the staples start breaking, and I, I, I just started throwing staples out. Like the moment I get to like what might be like twenty staples, three lots of twenty, I'm like ah, in the bin. Get a new lot out. You know, I mean, all, all the builders are starting to use um, little battery powered ones now. A little, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like uh, you, Milwaukee do a little twelve. Oh yes, yeah, so that's what I. Yeah. They'll probably yeah, they'll be expensive. They're fucking expensive, yeah. Yeah. But what are we they, talking? Three, four hundred. Yeah, more. yeah, it, yeah. Probably just for the skin. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I imagine probably a rapid. Maybe I will. This is the thing. Like I've got one of those um, hammer tacker ones. If you want to borrow. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh, they're, they're good. Yeah, yeah, but I'm pretty much done. Like I, I'm always fucking going on about like uh, you know not buying cheap shit. But I don't even, even, not even, even middle range shit sometimes shit, too yeah. shit, you know? So that was me. Um, so, you know, uh, second, second round Wuhan uh, Anthony Fauci bioweapon. I've actually got a, an extraordinary amount of shit done during it, you know? <laughs> you know? Uh, clean, deadly, what, hey? Deadly. Oh, so deadly, mate. No, Amy and I, yesterday, we got stuck into the shipping container and fuck, man, I... I ripped all of my shit out. It took about four hours, more, maybe longer. Fuck, it felt good to do that. I got all my paint from outside that's been sitting under a tarp since we moved in, all in the fucking thing, all stacked up in nice, neat rows, and we've made it, I've made it all nice, and now you can just walk into the fucking container. Like, previously, it's had bikes and, you know, all sorts of shit in the walkway. You can't get in. Now yeah. you can just walk straight in. And I've, you know, once again, I just said to Amy, we, the trick is... Keeping it like this. Yep. Don't start just lobbing shit in the shelves. That's the trick. Everything's got a place. That's when I get a little probably a little bit hard to live with. A little bit hard to live with. You know, I get a little bit. I'm kind of. Everyone knows, like, I get. Uh, I wake up in the morning and like some people that are at my place, they, like, if there's a bag of rubbish, they'll take the rubbish out of the rubbish bin inside and they'll like put it outside. And if I sit, if I if I walk around for a little bit of time in the morning with a coffee, and I'll be like, uh, "What's going on with that rubbish bag there? Is anyone gonna?" I, I really like that. Like, if someone can put it there, why can't they just keep? I get crazy. Like, Amy would not deny that I'm real. I'm real. Like, everything's got to go to, and because I'm like that, I have to be careful. So I'm always doing trips. I'm always doing trips. I'm always going to the shed. <laughs> I go. I go. I go into the shed. I get the silicon spray, I spray the thing, and I get the silicon. Sp I put the lid back on, and I walk back out of the house. I walk to the shed, put it back in the shed, because if if, if I start leaving the silicon spray on the kitchen table, and it stays there for twelve hours, I start uh, they'll start attacking me. You see, so you gotta be real careful. But you gotta be on your game. Oh mate, <clears throat> I'm, I'm real. You can't <laughs> like be a hypocrite with the, the, the older away. I get, the more I'm like, <laughs> what's that? And, uh, uh, Amy hates the, how I'm like this because it's like this weird. Uh, passive aggressive rhetorical question I'm constantly asking. I'm like, so what's happening with that thing out there? There's like a in the yard there. Oh, the oh, the one that gets me. This is the one. This, this is the. One, you want to hear the one that gets me? So the bunny food. So the bunnies get fed in the morning, and in their little bunny food Tupperware or their little snap lock container, there's a little green cup, little plastic cup, right? So in the morning, you know, I might do it. Eva might do it. One of us does it. We'll 
get the green or Z might do it. We get a little scoop of the scoop of the bicky, the the rabbit bicky, so we give him a scoop. And the amount of fucking times that thing ends up on the rabbit hutch at the front door, the front gate. Just not back in its container. And that that's my that's my pet one. That's my pet one. So I have to make a point of I don't ever leave that thing laying around. I make a point of going putting it back in the container. I, these are the things that drive me nuts at our house. It's like, this is how a house is supposed to work. Things have their places, right? They have their places. I don't think I used to be like this, eh? Was Shones like that when you were little? Nah. Shones is different. She she would just furiously work. But she, yeah, no, nah, she wasn't really like that. She's got a different sort of, yeah. Yeah, she always, she always thinks everything's messy, basically, even when it's not. Like you, she'll apologise for a house when you go around there, and you're like, "This place is sweet." Like, I think that's there, a um, there's like a there's <clears> like a there's a bread and butter plate. That's a female thing. There's a there's a tea there's there's a saucer and a teacup by your sink, and that's it. And, and there's like might be a pair of shoes, you know, might be a pair of socks on the ground. That's like, oh, sorry about the house. It's like, no, hey, you're all good. But um, yeah, anyway, so your heart, yeah. So so I've been around the house. I was around the house for a couple of days this week. And you're just furiously getting things done with the bioweapon. You know, deadly, deadly stuff. Deadly, deadly stuff. Yeah, really got stuck into some... I, I went on a plant blitz. Um, Buying? Nah, like... Uh, like, I've got some plants that... I don't really... I used to have... I've always had transition areas for, like, cactuses and shit for winter. For your transplants. No, not, they're not transitioning. Well, I hope they're not. I hope they stay the way they are because that's the best thing for the plant world. We don't want transplants too. Although there probably are a couple of transplants. In fact, we do. We have hermaphrodite. Um, I know from experience that we used to... Um, I, I had a bit of a run of uh, hermaphrodite cannabis plants. Just absolute, you know, just absolute terrible shit. Not quite up there with... Ah! Meh. I mean, up there with the spider mites and... You know, all the fun stuff of cannabis cultivation. But anyway, um, I mean, you can get, I think you can get, uh, you can order seeds that are, you know, but I, we were just doing it. Uh, With random seeds. Random, like you're real West Coast style, but not on the West Coast, but just real, uh, who could, you know, I just wasn't that keen on fucking getting seeds from a seed bank in fucking Amsterdam. So anyway, uh, where was I? Uh, before the weed seeds. Oh yeah, the cactuses. So, at the current at the and Swanners, I don't have a place where I can kind of leave plants that can stay outside in the winter, but really preferably would be under like a pergola or a a structure, yeah, like an open structure. Like at the, even at that shitty rental we had, uh, the old podcast studio on Guildford Street, the war zone. Yeah, um, yeah. There was that area where we had those tables and. It was undercover, under clear light and a framing, uh, where the cactuses could kind of overwinter, not get because they don't want to be drenched, you see. So I had a. Um, do you hear this COVID nose? Listen. <laughs> you are sickly. I'm, I feel. This is the thing. I feel fine. Oh, you look great. Yeah, I'm fine. Like I've been getting so much shit done. Like if this is the uh, the Fauci, I mean. I don't know if those guys were. I don't know. You know, I do sway between are the Illuminati world cabal string puller puppet masters? Are they like there might be the odd brilliant one? 
but they're all either so inbred at this point. Where I, I, they might be the odd smart one, but it just does seem like once you get a few generations or several generations since the big money makers, like the Rockefellers and the, the Rothschilds, Rothschilds. They, 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 they are pretty, they're pretty useless now, eh? Like they're not, they don't seem very good. The only thing with that is, I wonder if that's an act. Like there's even John C. Dvorak from No Agenda even has that theory that Joe Biden is kind of playing up how fucked up he is. I don't, I don't subscribe to that idea, but I think it's an interesting thought experiment. Well, you'd get away with a bit more, wouldn't you? That's the thing. Like, like, but yeah, but if this is, uh, if this is second time around on the bioweapon, then yeah, I mean, I've got a lot done. But uh, I, yeah, so that was the thing I did on the first, the day I had off Monday, was I had a couple of cactuses that just started looking a bit sick. They're yellowing a bit, so I had to chop a couple of the tops off the couple and. You gotta let them dry out now, and they'll they'll come back. And I don't know, just potting plants and just generally living my dream, you know. So yeah, that's that. Oh, and I've I've planted a whole of bulbs too, which I'm I get really I'm really fizzing about. I don't know, I don't know what your equivalent fizz would be, but I've I've last week I planted Amy. I I put out the, I put the purchase order in with the bank of Amy. To get me a whole heap of like daffodils and tulips and all sorts of bulbs. So when's the excitement bit? Well, you dig a hole in the ground. Yep. And you plant them. Yeah, so that's and, exciting though. That's exciting for me. Yep. I get excited. But the really exciting bit is you, so you plant them at the end of at the end of autumn. So now, or, you know, just been. And then they, whatever, whatever happens with those sort of bulbs, they need to be in the ground and feel the cold. And then... Three months of winter, then they start popping up, and I'm going to have all sorts of tulips and daffodils. And so I'm, my equivalent, I'm going to get up every morning and spring with my tulips and daffodils. I'm going to walk out my front door, and I'm just going to look at them. That's it. I'm so excited about it. Go. Yeah, my equivalent equivalent excitement would be digging a hole in the ground. <laughs> So, so, so we're, we're starting. Got, so we're, we're starting the same. Starting the same, yeah. Digging a hole in the ground. Yeah. Then putting a piece of maybe timber in it. Oh yeah. Like a post or something. Oh yeah. And then concrete in the hole. I like doing this too. I've done as much. And then as you, once once it's deboxed, <laughs> if, if you had to box it up. Yep. Once it's deboxed and the concrete's gone off. Yeah. That's the. Oh, oh, when you take it off. When you take the when you when you when you're taking the boxing off, that yeah. is like blow your load. I've only done that with uh, the likes of things uh, such as um, uh, clothesline posts. Okay. So I've done the hole. Yep. And I've done the brew up, and I've put the stuff in the quickcrete, and I've got the level out, and I've got level. But that's it. I don't get to debox because I can't debox the earth. Yeah. So but because mostly on a building to, maybe site, I, maybe I just need to maybe I just need to fucking box something up and yeah, just pour it. But that's and, when and, the worst. And, but that's, then for a reason, like I do need. Um, what could you do? What could I do? What could I make it a concrete? Pretty much anything. Eh? Anything. Yeah. Do I need a little seat? But you went, once it's deboxed, you're like that, and on most building sites, once the concrete's done, yeah, that's like the worst job. Oh, is it? Yeah. But well, you like some, it? Oh no, I don't mind it. But yeah. it's it, at least it means from there on up. You've got this permanent piece of structure that yeah. you can build off, yep. and you don't have to fuck around with concrete and boxing and steel and all that shit so anymore. So your daffodil is a foundation, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's I I can see how that would be good. Like, it's um, 
Yeah, it's fun doing stuff like that. But it I've is? just I've just never I've never bought a foundation though. Maybe I need to. Maybe I haven't lived. Maybe you haven't. Maybe I need to um <laughs> It's not too late. Saw my green fingers you out. You could you could go and buy you could go and buy uh probably actually they'll probably but they'll probably be on special now. You got green a, thumb or green what do you say? Green thumb? Green fingers. Why well, I say green fingers? Green thumb. Green, green thumb. thumb. But I think green fingers, but I think green thumb's the more common. I don't I, I think that uh I don't think oh, maybe maybe there are people people I don't think there's such a really a thing. I think it's just people are into it and they think they've got green green thumbs, right? Yep. Or a green thumb. But if you're not into it, like it's not that you don't have a green thumb. Like you could grow anything you wanted to. You just you're just like, why would I when I could just go to the supermarket and buy broccoli? Which is a valid point. And I'm not that interested in vegetables anyway. No, but what about flowers? Not really. I mean, it's easy. Um, the thing is, it's easy. Like you could go and buy a a, a, a packet of daffodil bulbs from Mitre Tea tomorrow. You come home out in this front yard out here in Kashmir. You just get a spade. You just dig down. Like you just, you know, you just, you just dig a little hole, right? Break up that earth. Break up a bit of it. Not into it. Drop the bulbs in. Nah. And then all all you do that the bit of grass that come out the plug. Just back it straight in, bam, 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 with your gum boot, done. To me, fla- and, and flowers are for faggots. <laughs> or <laughs> no, I wasn't no? going to go that oh, far. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say flowers are form over function. What does that mean? I'm dumb. <laughs> I got COVID, mate. What are you, take it easy on the COVID guy. You know, or like, fashion over function. So what are you? So what do they do? Flowers do nothing. Well, this is my life, though. Like this is why the guy we're leasing the land off, he's all practical. Yeah. So whereas I'm bringing in mulch and I'm planting like ornamental trees because I'm all about the aesthetic. Yeah. So maybe you're balancing them out, though. It might 100%. be a good thing. Yeah. Like, he will look at even I've even got this method now of how I mow the lawn. And Amy's like, man, that looks good. So I've got this method where I've got a path. So I have, I'm leaving this swath of the place where the tiny home is with like, I'm cutting it on the highest setting with the lawnmower with no catcher. Absolute highest setting. What I do first though, I do this curved route with the, with the third setting with the catcher on. So the area that I'll walk and I've cut this path to the compost bin and it's all curve and it looks really nice. And there's these islands, there's these islands of long grass that are all the same height. And I, and the thing is the reason I'm doing the majority of it like that is so I don't have to fucking, it's a double whammy. It looks cool. And I don't have to fucking fill the catcher up and constantly do the catcher. I just do paths that are nice and clean, all the same length. And then a bit where we kind of walk around out to the veggie garden. And the rest of the grass is all, it's all bordered with a cut lawn. And all in the middle where all the trees are growing. It's just like it's the highest setting you can get, you know. So some people would look at that and go, why are you doing that? I'm like, well, A, it looks good. You know, it looks good. That's all I'm doing it for. Like, So he, this is the thing that I I can turn shit, I I can whack together a garden and landscape that's what I like doing, and I'll just and people will be like, "Wow, how'd you do all that?" I'm like, "Ah, you know, you know what it's like when you're passionate. Like it'd be like you building, like people are like, wow, you're just oh, like done that fast. You're like, oh, yeah, that's easy. just what we'd sort of do. It's easy. Yeah. So I, every time he comes down and just he doesn't come in much, and he, but a couple of times he, he's mowing his big paddock or he's checking on his sheep, he's always like, "Wow, the place is looking amazing," 
He doesn't sound like that. He doesn't sound like a total fag. But um, <laughs> but he's he is like, wow, looks really good. And it's like, well, that's because I'm like someone like him. All he would do, yeah, he's all function. All he would do no was he, right on lawnmower, and he's out. Yeah. Sprays grass everywhere. Fuck that. I am not spraying grass everywhere. I'm catching grass. I'm making paths. I'm even keeping the long grass at a, at a, at a, you know, I want it to be. And actually, now that actually brings me to another topic, which is very interesting. And I've just reminded myself of this. Now, I talked to you about, uh, now, this is my latest obsession on YouTube, is the Y files. Yep. So... I've just been fucking smashing the episodes, and it gets to the point where you're like, fuck, I've nearly watched every episode. There's like 100 episodes, right? So you get to the point where it's like, well, now I'm in the groove of, fuck, he brings one video out a week now. So it nearly becomes like everything else I watch. It's like, um, you know, I think it's like tomorrow, Friday. I think Friday when I go to work, there'll be a new Wi Files, which is like an hour long episode. So last Friday when I got home from work, it was. Now, here's the thing. I don't know if you were into this. You probably were somewhat, but maybe as much as I was. It was a big thing for a while, and then it went away. That Chatterings. Is, huh? Chatterings? Very similar. Crop circles. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Wow, man. Crop circles is... I was fucking... I love crop circles. I used to buy magazines with crop circles. There was some crazy... Like, so, now, I would... Whether you're into crop circles... I mean, you've got to be a little bit into, into supernatural paranormal shit, right? But the latest episode of the Y Files, or one of the latest, as of end of May twenty twenty three, was um, aliens and espionage, crop circles, and the CIA cover up. They don't want you to know. You got to have a title like that on YouTube. But this crop circle story, man, I've never seen an, a breakdown of crop circles like this guy does on the Y Files. Man, it is crazy. He is a skeptic, and he is like one hundred percent. It is like the militaries and the CIA are up to no good with crop circles. Like, you must watch it, mate. You must watch it. He debunks the guys that said they were doing it. Total bullshit. Like, we got flim-flammed with crop circles. Not by crop circles. We got flim-flammed that they weren't. They were done by old guys in a paddock with, a, with boards. Yeah, no, that's total lies. But people did do that. Very poorly. Yes. And when you see what um, the, like, yeah, you've got to, I mean, you don't have to do anything, as Shona always told, as mum always told me, you don't have to do anything, although you kind of do. Like, you know, you have to die, unless you're a sort of transhumanist type, uh, like, yeah, that's the only thing. Well, you don't, and you don't have, yeah, but if you decide not to, you, it get, that decision gets taken away from you. So that's what my mum always told me. Which was, isn't, wasn't a bad thing to tell a kid. She's like, you don't have to do anything. But you don't have to watch this if you can't be fucked, Tim. But it is, it's an hour. And, and, but I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's fucking interesting, man. Like I say, I don't know if you've watched a video of his yet. Have no. you? No. You, you will like it probably because he's not, um, he's not a kook. He's very, he's a, what would you call, there's a name for it. He's a open-minded skeptic. If it's bullshit, like we, we fought, Amy was out last night. So you know what Eva and I did? We finished Mothman. Oh, nice. Eva requested it. She was, was like, it can we one? finish Mothman? 
Uh, yeah, Mothman, he... See, Mothman, he... Like, I haven't read the Chronicle. Is it Mothman Chronicles? If yeah. you read it, eh? Yep. Yeah. He talked about that guy, and his name's Keen or something. I'd highly recommend the Mothman episode. He explained the Mothman away as not a paranormal thing. Whereas crop circles, but but still, Mothman sightings are like O'Hare Airport in Chicago. It's like man, so many Mothman uh, sightings, and then obviously Point Pleasant, and then there was another place with you know the bridge collapse, the bridge, Point, yeah. Ple- Point Pleasant. But he, yeah, you'd have to watch the episode. He just the, the way he does it, it's just like he just tells you the unadulterated stories, right? He doesn't do it in a condescending tone, like everyone's crazy that believes him. He just tells you this is the story, and he tells you the story. It's all illustrated, and and then in the last bit, he'll you know give you his two cents and give you some scientific. But the crop circles, man, it's like the the militaries that got involved and were totally muddying the waters. Um, yeah, man, I think they probably they being the uh, cabal of whoever's. I think that might have been a really success, one of their more successful um, missions is what they did to crop circles. They fucking put the kibosh on them and everyone just forgot. I did. I, I just was like, ah. I was like, ah, it's bullshit. I, uh, they just they just took enough steam out of the movement that, um, I mean, he even, uh, the guy from Wifels even goes into, he goes right into this um, outfit that, debunks crop circles but he goes into their website goes into who funds them it's all like mi5 and the bit that the build who pays for the rent for these guys it's mi5 and he goes he goes on these big rabbit holes and it's like yeah they how does he find all that shit out i mean if you see you get you watch this video you watch it till the end and you see how many patreon patreon supporters he has i think i talked about in the other episode Mate, either, even eight, we all sit there and like, wow. Amy's just watching. She's like, wow, dollars. Wow. It's like the names are alphabetical. They're like, you can't read them. They're going so fast. I'm like, well, he must make. I actually looked up how much he makes. He's not Tim Dillon, but he's doing pretty good. So, like, you know, if you've just got to do an hour, one episode a week, but it's not like you just research it that week. He must research it for months. But I'll tell you another one we watched. Eva and I watched the one about, oh, fuck, what was it? It was, you you know, we've talked about it before, the Mirage Men. Yep. So he, he did the episode on um, Paul Benowitz and Richard Doty. Okay. So Paul Benowitz was the guy that they essentially sent the U.S. Air Force, sent around, they sent around the bend. So I can't remember the name of the episode. Highly recommend that. It's like anyone that's into UFOs too much, and anyone who trusts the government too much should or they both total opposite ends of the spectrum. They should both watch that episode because <laughs> he shows you. Because Eva was, it was great. It's great. It's great for me because I get to <laughs> I get to indoctrinate evil with. That sort of shit. And I was like, see, Eva, the US government knowingly broke a man so much that he died in a... I said, that is why you should never, 
ever trust the government with anything. And she's just sitting there like, yeah, I totally not. I'm like, yeah, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't trust them because <laughs> this is the sort of shit they do. And it's the story of Richard Doty and how they, like, you know, you probably, you, they, they explained it all in Mirage Men. But what they did to Paul Benowitz, who was a ex-pilot military contractor who lived by Kirkland, Air, which is one of the biggest Air Force bases in America. They store nukes there. They test secret aircrafts there. What they did to that dude, he was picking up signals. And he, he developed this crazy cipher to decipher it. And the lengths they went to to convince him that it was aliens, like the NSA broke into his house, put shit on his computer... Like they, so was he just intercepting military shit? He was intercepting military shit. They, he, they ruined this dude's. They knowingly ruined. They run a psyop on Paul Benowitz, and and they also did it to this other well-known. He was a well-known UFO. I think he was sorry. The other guy that was in this episode was the dude who essentially wrote the book. Literally, he repopularized the Roswell crash. Okay. And he, this guy, I can't remember his name, it was Bill somebody, he was a f- friend with this Paul Benowitz guy, but he was also, he explains how Richard Doty and the US Air Force and, and other spooks infiltrate these groups. They compromise people in the groups, the big names, not all of them, but some of them, and they will they will feed you information. And this is the thing that, that the guy from Y-Files explains in this other episode. I'll find the name of it soon. So is sex trafficking just the new uh, UFO, ufology? Mate, well, it's, it's an aspect of it. It's, it's definitely an aspect, yeah. The, the, you, you know, see, they've just used that same, the, those the same, same techniques, model, same, same business model. model. It's yeah. the same model, yeah. yeah. So the what they would, and this is, this is what they, this is what AJ from Y-Files explains is, and this is what I was explaining to Eva. I'm trying to imagine me. I'm trying to explain. I'm I'm explain, I'm showing Eva how psyops work because they hey the kids have got to know. I mean, how, 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 what's the best way to not get psyoped? Was to know that to know that those things exist. Of, there's, they're yeah. always running. The one the one run for three years it's still going. It started in t- late 2019. It's still going. Some people still believe in it. It's one of the, probably the biggest, most successful psyop in history. Anyway, but um, well, you guys are still testing in your house. Hey, not me. I, I Tim, <laughs> if you'd have seen my response, you probably would have. You probably would have been like, "Hey, you just it's a bit rude, mate. You need to tone it down, dial a bit. down a bit, Joel." But sorry, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, Amy, for the way that Joel. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. He comes Tim on his white steed. <laughs> I'm the white knight. Well, it's it's fucking fitting up. But here then in yeah, you might have been like, if actually, I was having a horse, it would have to be actually, white. Actually, Amy. You're actually Joel's right. You're actually you're out of line, out Amy. Out of line. Stop. Te- but she's not the only mum still. I know, I know, I know. I hear, I see, I know, I know. Mums are still doing that shit. Some mums, if dads, well, those guys that want sauces pizza, those dads definitely are testing. Oh, fuck they're yeah. definitely testing. He's probably got kids. So in you his can't car. hold, you can't hold the fl- my feet to the fire about the testing. I had nothing to do with it. I've never done a test. So anyway, um, what these, and it's like what Goebbels would say in the Nazis. What in, any psyop. The vast majority of the shit they're feeding you is true. There's no real percentage, but it's, you know, it's like 70, 80, 90% of the information they're giving you is true. And then, on occasion, they'll ask their contact, they'll insert something bullshit. 
but the majority that, that's what all the psyop spooks say if you want a good psyop you it's got to be true it's got to be mostly true yeah so that's the thing but they stitched this dude up uh stitched paul benowitz up bad like as bad as it could possibly be like it couldn't get any worse he he had a successful he was a military contractor he worked he had his own business you know what does uh gordo from fucking um those conspiracy guys say um king shit of fuck mountain that's what he was King ben- shit of fuck mountain. Paul Benowitz was king shit of fuck mountain. He was supplying shit to the US Air Force at Kugel Air Force Base. You know, successful businessman. It was like technical shit. It wasn't just like food services. It was technical shit. And then they broke the dude. They broke him bad. Uh, which I see if my history goes back uh, far enough. Oh, that's funny. It doesn't go back very far. Uh, but last night I was... Um, we were joke. I, joke, I was. I still give Amy shit about Thermomix. Somehow, pyramid scheme come up. I'm like Amy, oh, that's what Therm. And I just don't. I just don't want Amy up. He was like, we're talking about pyramid schemes. So I was like, ah, oh, it's like Thermomix, either. It's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> it's not. It's mixed. What is it? It's a next tier down. Um, is it affiliate marketing or something? Mixed what is it? Marketing. Or something. Oh, I don't know. Either way, so we did. We watched a bit of that too. We watched a bit of, um, I tried to run through like a, um, Pyramid Schemes, um, yeah, the Mixed Level Marketing one. I'm just getting, I'm getting even ready for the world. That's good. Because there's a lot of scammers out there. People fuck get yeah. sc- Fuck, every, every fucking week I'm talking to someone who got scammed. I got, um, I got fleeced. People, people get scammed. Recent, I got fleeced right. recently. What on? Um, yeah, on an Instagram ad uh, purchase. Okay. Yeah. What'd you buy? Uh, a little solar panel with a little, um, ah, little like well. charging station type thing, yep. so you could plug in phones for and the, all sorts. For the for the site. No, no, it was just for for like camping. Camping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see. Yeah. Them, I see there's, there's homeless. Well, there's people living in a car in a hoker by a really nice pond. Oh yeah. Like, as far as being homeless goes, Good the, spot. these people are living in it because Amy's noticed they're always there. They're either they're either ho- they're either living in a estima, a, a Toyota estima, or they're backpackers. Either yep. way, you go there, they have a clothes horse out, and they have a <laughs> solar panel like that out, a big one. Okay, so you paid for the thing. Paid for it? Yeah. Yep. From and a, you paid for it. From, <laughs> a, from like a, you, you get directed through the gram to like a Chinese fucking, and it looked pretty, it looked pretty legit. And the source was, trust me, bro. So, so then three weeks later, I get a, a, a pair of reading glasses uh, in the mail from China. Uh-oh. And I haven't ordered anything from that, that part of the world yep. in, in ages, a couple of years. And so then I'm just emailing straight away. Um, I think I think you've got you've given me the wrong package. Yeah. And it's like, oh, here's your number, track and trace, blah blah blah. And then after a few of them, I'm like, hey scammers, I want my money back. And then they're like, here's your track and trace number. I'm like, hey. And then it's just the the emails ramp up after that. Yeah. But they nothing. Crickets. I got fleeced of uh, whatever it was. How much? Um, Fuck that sucks. Might have been like ninety New Zealand bucks. Yeah, rude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I tell you what, you could go. To, I mean, I don't know. You could go down a rabbit hole of. Um, I mean, maybe it's just me. 
of Wi-Fi. Like I'm going through my history trying to find that video I'm talking about. I can't find the one. It's, Just everyone will go through. I tell you what, there's look. some, there's some because everything good ones. will like other each individual one will appeal to different yeah, people. Like, yeah. Did you know? I'm just looking at the history. Did you know? Um, had you heard of there's a, there's a Jewish name for it? But this this particular Wi-Fi was called the hidden wire around New York City. Do you know about the Jew wire? The Jew wire. Do you know? See, I do, I'd never heard of this. Did Jews wear like an electric collar on their neck? And well, wor- it's weirder than that. Like, so, well, you'll have to. This is this. I think you'll find this because this is the thing. It's not just like UFOs and paranormal. It's this fucking wire that goes around. I mean, I'm not even doing it justice. It, it's got a name. It's all about the Sabbath, and it's all to do with the Jewish beliefs, like. So it allows them on, I believe it's the Sabbath, this wire runs around the whole of Manhattan. Unbro- it's, they spend like $150,000 a year maintaining it every day of the year. It costs like 150 or 180 US dollars, 150 to 180,000 US dollars. Every and, day? No, every year, okay. but they check it every day. Every day. Okay. So it's this wire that must remain unbroken because of religion. Yep, and you've got to, you've got to check it out. I'll, I'll, if I just type in, um, if I just type in, no shit, it'll come up. Jew wire. If I type in Jew wire, it'll come up. Yeah, the Eruv, the Eruv, and they're, apparently they're all around the world. They, they, the, and Eruv also transli- transliterated as Eruv or Erub. Is a ritual halakhic enclosure made for the purpose of allowing activities which are normally prohibited on Sabbath, oh, not not the Sabbath, Sabbat, due to the the prohibit the, the prohibition of chutzah, specifically carrying objects. So this is what you're not allowed to do on the Sabbat Shabbat. You are specific, specifically carrying objects from a private domain to a semi-public domain and transporting objects four cubits or more within a semi-public domain. The enclosure is made within some Jewish communities, especially Orthodox Jewish communities. So it is literally a pole with a wire. And that means that if you live inside that wire, when it's the Shabbat, which is like one day a week or something. It's when they're like, um, I've heard Jewish people talking about it. It's the day they're not even really supposed to use power. They're not supposed to do anything. They're not supposed to use power. They're not supposed to, there's all these fucking crazy, it's like, well, I mean, I don't know. There's all these whack, but to me, I'm, I'm, look, I'm fine with Jews being Jewish. I'm fine with Muslims. I'm fine with everyone. As long as you leave each other alone. Don't nuke each other, please. Which is <laughs> all the cards. Actually, brings me to another one I watched yesterday about the Ark of the Covenant. That's a whole other story. I think the Ark of the Covenant needs to stay hidden because it sounds like the Jews, the Muslims, or the Christians, if either if any of them get it, it turns to shit, does it? Yeah, I reckon it's been. If it's a thing, which it seems like it might be, it's hidden for a reason because it might kick off. But anyway, the Jew, you got to look up the even if you can't be bothered with UFOs and Atlantis, look up, Jew wire. Look up the Jew wire. It's specifically the one that runs around Manhattan. It's the biggest one. I don't know if I could deal with that. It just seems so dumb to me. It's no. That's why I love it. I love dumb things. It's the most because it's the most interesting shit. It's like what? So hold on. These super, super well successful 
group of people, like the Jewish people are, they, there's a lot of scientists, they do really well with money, uh, blah, 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 blah. I know people, they're stereotypes, but it's true. But they also have these outlandish beliefs, like that they need this wire. And, and it, it, it's not just the wire it's the amount of money and time they invest every day and every year to make sure that no one fucks with it. It's got to remain one wire. You've got to watch it, mate. It's, it's, a real, it's like a 12-minute episode. It's not an hour. Because how much Jew wire can you do? But, um, yeah, mate, check out the Jew wire, the Eruv. <laughs> I mean, right. I, I mean, I just, I don't know, I just, I just watch, I just fucking, I watch that video. I'm just, I'm just boom. But next I don't, one, I don't one, fuck around with Netflix, eh? Like Netflix, Netflix. Like I, I'd rather watch. I'd rather learn something interesting. Yeah. But that's just me. Um, what else have we got? We've got. Oh, that's the sport news. Oh, now another thing that you kind of said you liked, and I've been dipping my toe into, is I have been watching the odd musician. I watched one the other night. Um, it was. Um, and I knew Mitz would know about this uh, YouTube channel because it's called Drumio. And I knew, but I sent it to Mitz anyway. He's like, oh yeah, that's a fucking awesome YouTube channel for drummers. But on Drumio, there was, I, I, got, I saw this clip. It was called Dennis Chambers, He is Tall for the First Time. Oh, like so, a reaction video. Yeah. yeah. But then I was like, okay, because I've got Dennis Chambers, this guy's clearly, you know, not just some mug. Yeah. So I Google him and he's like, uh, was like you know, uh, Santana's drummer and he's like been around forever. He's like a world... He's a world-renowned funk drummer. But just watching him listen to, um, he was listening to like songs off, he was listening to Schism off Lateralis by Tool. And I just, lo I love that shit. Like he never heard Tool. And he's like, this, he pours it, he's like, this is not my type of music. Continue. <laughs> and he, he, so he listens to the song, and it's like a fifteen-minute video. And he's like, "Right, okay, I I think I kind of get this now." And so he he, but he then he explains exactly, and it gets real into the weeds, eh? But I love it. He gets real into the weeds explaining with drumming, drumming, yeah. And he's explaining what Danny Carey from Tool, what his time signatures are, all this shit. I'm like, "Well, oh, this is cool," but I don't know what he's talking about. And then at the end, for the last five five or six minutes. He plays his version of it. And it's just, I just sit there and I'm just like, wow, man, these guys are so fucking. It's pretty impressive to like me. Like, he eh? does his sort of old black funk drummer dude version of the drum track of Tall Schism. And it's just like, fuck, man. Yeah, it's crazy. And then I, then I went down a rabbit hole of, oh, who are these, all these fucking high level drummers listening to things I've never heard before? Like, such and such, first time listening to Slipknot. And it's like, these drummers that drum in completely different worlds listen to Slipknot or Metallica and then doing their version. It's just, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Be like, how, do we get, how do we get anything done these days? Like, Oh, there's too much like, content. This is why I don't read anymore. Like, this yeah. is my reading problem. It's, the, it's an issue. Some days I watch YouTube for so long after work <laughs> that I... <laughs> Just hours and hours and the hours. The whole time. Like, I, I, I interact with Eva and I talk to Amy, but it's always a YouTube video because we live in a tiny home now, so there's no kitchen table. So we're basically TV dinnering. Oh, I am anyway. Yeah. And then we put, I put Eva, I read Eva Harry Potter. We're on to the Prisoner of Azkaban. So I read her Harry Potter and then I go back down and continue. And then Amy's fucking around doing whatever mums do on their laptop. And 
And all of a sudden, she's in bed. And I'm like, okay. Oh, fuck. I'll probably go to bed too. I'll just watch one more video. Watch Three more hours more. later. And then and then it's kind of like, then I turn the TV off and I go outside. I take a piss. And I, my most common thought is, tomorrow night, I'm going to come home from work. And I'm going to make a concerted effort to like, just read. I come out the next night. <laughs> And it's just YouTube videos, <laughs> you know. Like I won't do this in the summer. No, in the summer it's I'm, dark. I'm it's dark. You get it's home, dark. it's dark. But I tell you what, Tim, I, I, it was just it just hit me. Then going through my as I was talking, just going through my YouTube um, watched library. Yeah, I'm like wow, I've watched a lot. Like, and it's not all. Yeah, like if it's it's crazy. I don't know how I have time, uh, but I do. Uh, anyway, I think we could nearly. I think we could nearly Queensland. Oh no, one more thing. Just for anyone that, I told you yesterday, just for anyone that's interested. So the the Y Files guy, I saw in a comment section someone was saying, Oh, you should get on to Rogan and he's like, I've already been on Rogan before. This is AJ from Y Files. And um so I Googled I so I went into I put J R E A J and it came up. And it was AJ and Gino from LA from Speedweed, and I was like, "Fuck!" It was like a seven-year-old episode, and I was like, "Fuck!" I ne- this is the f- I'd never listened to. I mean, you know, I, I actually after listening to it, I was like, "Fuck!" Maybe I should go back and listen to like this is JRE eight oh seven or something like in the eight hundreds. So I listened to the whole episode. It was kind of like the. I, mean, I know I get, we get all nostalgic. It was like the good old days. Like so the so so the guy that does the Y files, him and his brother started a weed delivery, a massive weed. Like when you hear about companies in LA, like you know, it used to take me. Now I get it, but it used to take me a while to kind of get my head around it. Like you, you know, like New Zealand companies are piss. Like well, they're just piss, right? We're piss here. We're nothing. Like you know, we're just nothing. Like we're a pipsqueak. These companies are like fucking huge. Like they service like the whole of this massive chunk of California. And this is just a fucking weed delivery company. You know what I mean? And it got so big, it's got hundreds of thousands of customers. And they just deliver weed to your house. But anyway, Joe seemed, well, this is seemed. He was different then. He, I don't know, he was more, um, it was a bit different. It was like the old JRE. They talked about all the old JRE, all the stuff that we all remember of, as JRE. They hit all the old topics. It was just weed, prohibition, and then it a went a bit in, more conspiratorial. Yeah, well, was, but then it went full conspiratorial. It was yeah. all about like space, space rocks, moon landing, fake, yeah, all fucking, this shit. Yeah. And it was like it was really enjoyable, but it was really funny to hear him. The guy that does Y-Files on JRE. Years ago. But this is before Y-Files wouldn't even be thought of at this point. It's only yeah. been, that, that, that channel's only been on YouTube for a year or two. There's some good gold. There's some old gold back Yeah, at, so back I, there, need to, I think I need to go back in, in the, the back archive. Catalog, yeah. yeah, like it was fun to listen to. It was like, the, as I said to yesterday, it was, it was, this was the crossover between Red Band and Jamie. So Jamie was a minor player then. Like, I think I heard Jamie talk... Once or twice the whole episode, but Red Band was beside Rogan still, and then the other two on the other side. It was pretty cool. It was it was it was a bit. It was a, as they say, Tim, a simpler time. <laughs> yeah, it was a simpler time. 
I don't know if it's comparable to what what era of Joel and Tim show it's comparable to, but I'd say it's the comparable to the Joel and Tim show between episode five and ten. <laughs> That's our comparable. Okay. okay. Uh, and era. what number? What number was it? Like eight oh seven. Eight oh seven. Okay. I feel like the vibe was comparable to our five episode five to ten. <laughs> it was like the early days, kind of, but not really. You're already in. You felt comfortable, but you were still, you know. So that was interesting. Um, oh yeah, but the other side of that was that long ago was um, and look, you can, obviously I'm not saying you hold it against anyone, but listening, like knowing what it's like, it's like being a time traveler. It's like I got to time travel seven years into the into the past, and I'm just like, oh my god, you guys have got some of the shit they were saying about like Trudeau. <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah. you guys have got no idea. They don't. I mean, how could they? But it was funny to listen to something that, like, it, it is. That's the other weird bit is, fuck, 2016 is. Whew, to say it was a different time is not hyperbolic, nearly. Like they were, they were still talking about Bernie, and because he was in the primary with Hillary, Hillary. Clinton, yeah, yeah, Hillary. They were still talking about that and even entertaining Hillary. I'm like, what? are you guys talking about? And they were kind of writing off Trump a little bit, somewhat. I'm like, oh, you guys are, you guys are, and they, obviously the Fast bit. forward. <laughs> but yeah, they, they were talking, Trudeau must have just gotten into power and he was in on like, oh, he's cool on weed. He's this cool on weed young dude. But uh, he didn't work out so well for the Canadians. No, no. Now, um, do you want to do... Do you want to do the very and, and all the all the all the bad all the all my um, all the gremlins have gone out of because it's so long ago? Do you want to do Waz versus Broncos? Unfortunate first, or would you rather do? Do we uh, have to do it at all? Uh, we'll do it. A wee break. Like I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna light up light anyone up. We'll just do a brief rundown. Yeah. Would you rather do that? Or, or, or would you rather end on... Um, no, we'll do that. We'll do that. Or do you want to end on Origin? We'll end on Origin. I thought you might want to. So, the was, um, Yeah, it's tough. Like, we spoke about Brisbane being underrated. Like, people were writing them off un- it, unnecessarily. Yeah, they still had... Like, you look yeah, at their team, you look at their team, team, and it was like, wow, you The centres are awesome. Yeah, you like, got Herbie, Herbie, Herbie Farmworth, Tony Staggs, Adam Reynolds, Ezra Mam. So the Ford pack was, you know, they, they were like, I mean, obviously they had five uh, Origin players out. But, but as um, did we, like we had yeah, a bunch well, that's of players the thing. out. That was the thing. That's an, it's, an, it's like the Queensland Origin ambush propaganda talk. It's like the the Broncos were doing, the, 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 the Aussie media were doing the same thing with the Warriors. Like they were, like it, it wasn't until I listened, to, I listened to This Warrior's Life and heard Fonzie, Mr. Analytical over there, he's great. Um, he was saying, well, actually the Warriors have got way more guys out. Like yeah. and, and we, I think we talked about it last week. Yeah, before the game. And yeah, now, yeah, now. now. But um, and then we get we get injuries during the game. Yeah, injuries like, during oh, the game. Fuck. But look, let's be honest. They, that was our worst performance of the year. Was it though? When, like, I get, I get it. I, it's, I sort of get it. But we never got. I never got. Then we never. Got how, to, we crossed the line. How many times? I think we had five or six disallowed tries. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it, you know, you, you score three of them. And yep. then all of a sudden, you, you everyone's happy, and it and, changes and, the game. And I know that it's the old chestnut, but that tr- uh, Tom Ali dropped that sitter right before half time. It was yep. six all. But then you know, um, 
what's his handle? Walters, Kevy Walters' son. That was a dead set forward pass to Jordan Ricky. Yeah. So you know, but that's at this point, I just have to let those roll. I over think me. that was one of those games where the bounce of the ball definitely did not go our way. No. And Fuck it could have. No. We we could have easily won. But I, won I don't that. look at it like we we beat ourselves though. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Silly mistakes. Yeah. Silly mistakes. Like I don't put it on the refs, but that was a forward pass. No, I don't put it on the refs. And I like, just think. I just thought the held ups, like, you know, we were in goal so many times and we just couldn't get the there ball was to the ground. Uncharacteristic uh, drop off of a tackle from Tohu with Adam Reynolds. Yep. And then Ezra Ram scored. Yep. There was that pass from Metcalf. Intercept, was there? Yeah, it went it was it wasn't the best pass, but probably should have been taken by Montoya. He put it down and then Dean Mariner run uh, 80, 80, 90 metres scored. So that was that. Um, I another thing Fonzie said on this Warriors life was look, uh, there's guys there's guys do, debuting for the Broncos who have bigger raps in Aussie than Metcalf does. Yep. Like he Fonzie is an Aussie and uh, Aussie league. Yeah, he, he's he knows what's going on in Aussie way more. Well, yeah, way more than we ever would. But he's like, look, uh, he was trying to temper. The expectations and it's the fan base was super hyped and hyping Luke Metcalf, probably unfairly. Like the kid, the guys played a handful of first grade games. He's coming off a leg injury. Like uh, you know, Fonzie was like, "Look, this this kid's this is way too like you, this is this is not gonna go the way people now people are." But then he so he played okay. He didn't play terrible. The, the halves, Sean and him didn't play that well. The kicking game was pretty shit. But then people start like, oh, get rid of him. <laughs> like, you can't just get rid of him. Like, you got to give the kid another go. Like, look, don't get me wrong. Tamari Martin is fit. He's straight into the team. Like, it, Luke Metcalf and Volkman, they all know that. Like, of course, Tamari Martin's backstrapping kid. Sorry, I got the, uh, the, the, the bio-weapon. But bio, I got bio-weapon nose. But um, it's disappointing not to get the two when we we had so many opportunities. Yeah, like, but eh. here, it's funny because on the way here, I was listening to this the latest this Warriors life that just came out tonight, and Brad said that um, Brad said he turned it off. Oh, because you were about to as well. No, I did. Because did you? Because oh, I missed you. I turned it off at twenty six points to ten. I'm like fuck this. This was just before Amy did a COVID test. It was a bad night. <laughs> so I turned it off. You can't blame Amy for the Warriors. Um, I could find a way. I could find a way. She does all good porridge, though. But um, More butter next more time. More butter, yeah. A little yeah. bit more butter. Um, so Imagine you could double layer it. You could do porridge. Yeah, underneath. Yeah. You could do porridge, cream, sugar, butter. That's what I get. It. And did you do a bit of cinnamon? Oh no! But we've got we've definitely got a spot. And for then it. go again, go porridge, cream. Because I get I get Amy to do that sugar, with butter. my. Uh, well, she started doing it, or we sort like so rice. Yep. Like some, so we so she started putting like butter in my rice. Like I get her to put butter under my rice, oh, and then yeah. put the hot rice on top of it, and then it melts the butter, and it's just like buttery rice. I mean, but basically, I mean, what doesn't butter? What doesn't butter make better? See, that's that's not a great marketing line. <laughs> Butter back better. <laughs> what doesn't butter make better? <laughs> anyway, back to the league. Um, look, 
Yeah, so, but what I do, I huff and I puff and I turned it off. But I keep an eye on the score okay. on my phone. I would have started watching like a Y-Files. I'm like, nah, fuck this. I'm going to learn about the Emerald Tablet in Atlantis or Thoth or something. So I start watching something like that and then I check the score and I'm like, oh, fuck. Shards has scored. And then Montoya score. So then I was like, ah, I was like, I yelled at it to Amy. I'm like, I might have, I might have jumped the gun, turned it back on, watched Pompey flick past the Montoya. Montoya scored in the corner. Were you up? Were you? I was fucking, up. Oh, I was up. I same. felt, I felt bad. I felt guilty, but I was up. And, and Eva and Amy come running down because I was up. And I was like, oh my god. And then we hear the, then we, then we, they pan to the referee. The dreaded. And you hear the, and it's like no and then look i was pretty dirty on pompey i was i don't get real dirty on the like look i tell you what i'm dirty on so many new south wales blues because they're my team but not really like i'm just like fuck to this fuck the lot but i don't get like that with the was i'm not that's actually my team team so I'm like, okay, I know how it goes. I'm going to be an adult. Well, the thing is, the, with, no, pool, the thing is, with a club pool. side, you can't just fucking boot all the players because you don't have other players. Well, you know, you can't really do that. With the no, with New either, South Wales, you can. You could boot them all because you've got another. Well, you've got 17 teams I, to choose I from. I know Freddie. I know Freddie won't. But I actually, this is my honest. I would put a broom through the whole back line, bar Brian. Total. He was no great. Shit. He was great. I would put a broom through the lot. People are talking Latrell at the back. I'd be like, nah. Edwards. Edwards. I, now, Tim, you can confirm this. I was hot. I I was saying prior to, and I knew it wasn't going to happen because even 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 Queensland people I know are like they're never going to drop Tedesco. And I'm like, yeah, but uh, Dylan Edwards is the form. You fallback. keep sending me. Uh, you keep sending me stats of. Edwards, Edwards v Edwards stats versus this guy. It's like yeah. not even close. Yeah, but he's the incumbent captain. But I don't even know if they'll asshole Tedesco. But man, I actually didn't think. Here's the thing: I didn't think Tedesco was playing that bad until the last twenty minutes. Yep. He kind of wasn't. No, he yeah, was going all right. He he. But then I read a comment. I read comments and it changes. I was reading comments when I was watching poor old Michael Ennis get a humiliation ritual about one a.m. this morning, and I was also reading comments on Instagram, and it was like Tedesco was injecting himself into the a play quite a bit. Like they, we haven't quite finished with the Warriors, but the New South Wales backline was so clunky. So here you go. Here's my team. Here's my backline for game game. This would be my dream backline. Mitchell Moses. Nico Hines in the halves. Yep. Campbell Graham and Latrell in the centres. Yep. Toto on one wing. Now I haven't actually confirmed that this guy is a a, a, a dirty maroon or a blue, but if he's a blue, Greg Marju on the other wing. Okay. And Dylan Edwards at the back. Yep. Now I haven't thought too much about the Fords, but I think it would. has got to go. Oh mate, he's gone, and, my, and my, he won't. He probably won't be in my wood. This is my front row. Payne Haas, who had a quiet game, I thought. Yep. By his standards, uh, I think Adam. He was Fennell, handled Adam, well. Adam Fennell Blake is the uh, is the form form prop of the NRL at the moment. I reckon. Yep. Would you agree? 
Do you know how many fucking metres Adam Fenua Blake run on the weekend? 260 metres. The guy is a machine. Anyway, back to the New South Wales. This is my front row. Uh, Payne Haas, Damien Cook. Uh, you've They've got to bring one guy who actually seems like he wants to be there for the Blues as his new nickname, Jerbo, which is Jake Trevojevic. You've got to bring... The guy, he's not fucking... He... he He's not gonna do any. He's not gonna do do any flashy offloads. But he's just fucking. Yeah. He, he's always gonna be he there. Doesn't miss tackles. And that's all you need. That's all. Apart from when uh, what's his name? Uh, that who's the um, who's the fucking prop for Queensland that made Tedesco look like an absolute idiot last night? Lindsay Collins. Collins. Like he's a Lindsay Collins. Yeah. Like he's just the guy who's just he's there when he needs to be, and more. But he's not fuck. So Tavita gone. Uh, the back row. I think it's crazy. Look, I don't know where you put Cameron Murray. Cameron Murray shouldn't be on the bench. That's insane. Uh, look, uh, but look, I, I don't, honestly, I would drop Cleary. Like Cleary is not that good in Origin. I would Mitchell Moses is playing better for my mind. And Nico Hines having Nico Hines on the bench. It's crazy. There's nowhere for him on the bench. Nico's got to start and. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Moses. But this look. This will never happen. But I. I think we have South Sydney centres, Trell and Graham, uh, Greg Marju potentially if he's a blue on one wing, Toto on the other, Dylan Edwards at the back, Nico Hines and fucking just shake it up. But they won't. They got nothing. But this, here's the thing. If they lose this one, it's over. No, but here's the thing. They've never, ever. They New South Wales, and I think it's the same for Queensland. New South Wales have never come back from 1-0 down if you've got to go to the uh, Suncorp to you know, win game two. This never happened. And I don't think Queensland have ever gone to had to win this game two and you had to do it at, uh, at, in, Sydney. in Sydney. So that's my reasoning for just putting a broom through it. Just put a broom through the back line and most of the forward back and just go, fuck it. We've got nothing to fucking lose here. Honestly, I'd feel much more comfortable with, with those guys. Nico Hines and fucking Mitchell Moses. Pick some form players. Fuck all your dumb Penrith combinations. They look they look stale out there to me. They look stale. They just... They're, they're, yeah, it was surprising they got up 18-16, to be fair. Like, they hung in there. But I tell you this. Here's the next thing. And this is one thing I I was getting a few uh, a few people come out of the woodwork to uh, tease me today, which I was surprised because once again I don't really care, I don't really care that much about Origin anymore. I want New South Wales to win, but I'm not going to go through my phone and find every Queensland supporter if we won and at seven o'clock this morning because I was getting all these texts this morning, <laughs> like oh fuck you're going quiet mate. It's like I wasn't loud about it like. What what did I, when I talked to you yesterday? I'm like, what did I say to you? Oh, it's really too hard to call. He's going to win this game, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like, like I was like, them. oh hey Tim, fuck, you're going to get fucking dumped tonight, mate. I just that's just dumb. I I would only I don't even talk like that against the, the Warriors. Like if we we're in the prison, maybe if we we're in the prison, Kurt Panarin, we were playing the Rabbitohs. Fuck south. That's the only person because <laughs> that's the only person that gives me shit about anything is Birdle. Yeah, and we tease him and he teases us. Anyway, here's a. This is a honest to God's truth. This happened last night at our house, and I said to Obi and Z, when Flegler did that 
nearly, nearly such a marginal shoulder contact to the head. It's barely a penalty, right? But we got a penalty. I was like, sweet. Then they kind of zoomed off to the field. And then it was Flegler's in the bin. What the fuck was going on So that on was a strange there? sin bidding, right? So yeah. this, is, I'm, this isn't me rewriting history. I said to OBNZ, I was like, this is not good. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, this is recipe for disaster. Like, people were, if, if Queensland supporters were like, this is bullshit, then they're morons. If I was a Queensland supporter and he got sent off, I would have been like, here we go. I was like, that's the motivation they no, need. I was, I, I was like, I said to OB and Z, I was like, this is bad news. And from the moment Flegler got Simbind, it went to total shit. I knew it was going to happen because we've seen this fucking movie before. <laughs> they lost their wingers. They just, oh, we've they got just wanted fucking more, big mate. rowers playing on the wings and all this. Oh, Ben Hunt's in the centers. I was ben like, Hunt oh, and no. David Fafita. This is, I was like, when all that shit started happening, I was like, this is not looking good. This is not looking good. This is how you beat Queensland. No injuries. No, like Queensland need to be settled. They need to be settled. That's where you'll beat them. Like, you'll beat them when they've got no injuries. Everyone's playing in their right position. They've got no injuries, no sim binnings. No adversity. Easy beat. We will, be, <laughs> we will beat them eight out of ten times if they're the conditions. As soon as guys start getting unjustifiably sin binned and you've got Ben Hunt playing in the centres. And, you know, another thing I thought to myself, there was a point at about the mid-60s minute I'm not saying I'm a league oracle, but I'd see this shit happening. I had a premonition. Something popped into my head about the 65th minute. And that, that thought in my head was, Munster's been real quiet. <laughs> and yeah. every fucking time Munster's quiet, He's he'll scheming. win the game. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. every Not every time. Most times. I was like, I knew it. When Flegler went... I was like, here we go, boys. This is going to go to custard. And I didn't say this to them, but in my own head, I thought, and fucking Munster's going to Munster's gonna put someone away. And then two minutes later, he put fucking Hammer away. He just walked over the, the field and then put and Hammer then, away. And then, um, I, and then Collins, look, I'm not a poor sport. Like, Queensland out-hustled New South Wales. There's, there's no doubt. But, I, but at least I've got the nous to know what's going to happen. Like... Yeah, like I say, if I was a Queensland supporter at Flegler, I'd be like, yeah, I'd already rub my hands together. Because I, I was doing the opposite of my ass. I was like, I was hand-wringing. I was like, ah, shit, this is not good. They're like, really? I'm like, nah, not good. But anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm putting a broom through, I reckon, 75% of the team. The only people I'd keep would be To'o, Haas, Nico, Nico, but I'd start him. Yeah. Uh, I'd keep Murray. Crichton didn't. Uh, um, Stephen Crichton. Stephen Crichton didn't play too bad, but him and Toto were the best backs. Yeah, but like if if Campbell Graham and Latrella fit, then yeah, you played both them. Yeah. yeah. Um, who else in the Fords? I mean, look, it was obvious. What about um uh, Hudson Young? Yeah, nah, didn't work out, did it? Uh, this is the thing. I don't think they should. Like, I've just said you shouldn't dump Metcalf because he didn't have a great debut. Like, yeah, okay, so I don't want to contradict myself, but. But these other guys he, who have proven fucking, themselves. I, I don't like, he seems like, a, he's he. I gouged Adam Pompey a few seasons ago. I, he, I gouged two people that season. 
He's definitely a grub. They're funny sometimes. Like he, I, I love watching Hunter Young play. Hunter Young, Hudson Young play, but um, Herman Pangai Jr. Obviously, they were obviously Fitler was trying to have them there to be some sort of a pests, pesty. But it didn't work. But don't don't. That's not New South Wales game. Like you need guys like Jake Travojevic and Cameron Murray and. Those sort of guys. Who like just don't say anything and fucking get the job done. Just get the job done. Like the old boy Cordners and those sort of players. Like don't like yeah, Hudson Young, I like I say, he is a fucking awesome player, man, but and I'm not saying he should be done in um origin, but I would get rid of all those dudes. I would just I mean I'm struggling on back rowers, but I mean Tyson Frizzell, yeah. All I can think is all I would definitely have would be um I'd have Cameron Murray, Payne Haas, Damien Cook, Jake Travojevic, and then just I don't know. I'd I'd have to I'd have to go through the the lists and think of other guys. But I didn't really like what I saw from everyone else. And as for the fucking rest of the spine, Luai, Cleary, Tedesco, all gone. Fucking Ado Car. Yeah, look, I get it. I I'm not a fucking idiot. I get it. Didn't get any good ball. I get it. They didn't, man. Because. But, they didn't go that side, and Queensland didn't go that side either. Yeah, it was like I mean, the whole the yeah, whole game was played on on go that way on New South Wales lifts and Queensland right almost. Yeah, I mean Turbo looked Turbo's had a couple of games before Origin for Manly where he looked like his old self nearly, but he looked like his inner shell self last night. The thing is with the the Fox, I love the Fox, but like Ado Carr isn't a yardage like. like I know there's different styles of play, different styles of players, but he's in Origin. You need like the Warriors have like yardage guys. Like yeah. what about Dallin on the week? Like Dallin oh. versus he was running so fucking hard. Like Montoya, okay, dropped that, but he had a but you could Montoya and Dallin and and Chance. That's what you want your wingers and your to do. Yeah, like but Origin is the epitome but of Stephen that. Crichton. Maybe could just go on the wing. Like yeah. he was because he was running it fucking hard. But have you been have you been watching Greg Marju for the nights? Uh yeah, Marju, he's the fucking hard to handle. He, has, has he got the most tackle breaks out of the, in the competition? I don't know, man, I, I think, think he no, might have no, the most think, the most tackle busts. No, I think that's Dylan Edwards, mate. Okay. Yeah, Dylan, you okay. look at yeah, Dylan yeah, yeah. Edwards' stats are crazy. Dylan Edwards, like people are talking, they should put Latrell at fullback, and I'm like, nah. Put him in the seat. That's. Put him in the centres. Put Edwards at the back. Because you know, Edward, Edwards reminds me of Billy a little bit when he's every game he touches the ball a million yep. times yep. and he's in everything. We can't ha- we can't afford to- listen to me. We, <laughs> me and Freddie and Joey and Brandy, <laughs> me and Freddie and Joey and Brandy can't afford like. Maybe Latrell will have a blinder in game two if he's fit, but we can't really afford to have a. F- like I think, yeah, I, yeah, like you say exactly what you said. Edwards is con- he's he's consistent. He's always around the yeah. ruck. He's yeah. always there for the offload. He carries it hard every time. He he's just fuck. He's yeah. just so good. I mean, and uh, who would I drop from Queensland? No one. So there you go. That's easy wrap up. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Billy will be doing anything, will he? Um, who 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 did play well? I mean, I, I actually like to be honest. Did Cobb, you think? Did you Cobbo, think? Cobbo, I don't know. Like, I, I did you think Cobbo deserved man of the match? 
Um, I actually thought uh, Carrigan. No, I, thought, I thought Carrigan was more of a. Oh no, they love yeah, Cotter. It's, it's, it's they love Cotter. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't. I didn't see the stats. He's like, a fucking awesome player, but I kind of thought Car- Car- I was. I'm more of a maybe. I'm just a more of a Carrigan fan, but no. yeah, it's tough, eh? Because you saw it like who set up the tries? Like um, Reese, Reese with that awesome pass out the back to Cobbo. Yeah, and that was an absolute plum. Yeah. of a pass. Like, I didn't think Cobbo was going that good. He scored that try. That was he, nice. He, he's one of those players. He just plods around. It annoys me. looks like he's just cruising. Well, because, like, he is. But <laughs> he's brilliant, though. Yeah, he that, is. That, that try he scored where he pulled his legs and yeah. kept his feet up. He, it's like, That was awesome. It's nearly he was like, at the end of that, when he scored that try, he was going to go into a pose, like, relaxed pose. <laughs> he just... He has got him. He didn't really make too many errors last night, but he does have an. He's one of those guys. I know it's cliche to say, Cobbo's got an at club level, every level maybe, but he he does have a casual era in him. He is like twenty though. Yeah, but he's a big unit though. He's big. He actually his jersey. Not that I'm body shaming. <laughs> he, How dare you? He seems a bit. He, he seems a bit pudgy. Yeah, but then when he puts the foot down. He's lightning fast. It's, yeah. He's a. It's, he's, sort of, he's sort of like Latrell. Yeah, they're not. They're not Adonises. No. Um, they're not carved in stone. I mean, who is carved in stone though? But the, like some of the some of the fours, like New South Wales, were smashing Queensland through a period of that game, and yeah, they were. The Queensland good. couldn't get um any good uh position, any good ball, mate. any good um field position. No. And they were, yeah, they were always down their end. The whole game was, yeah, you know, yeah, the whole yeah. second half of the first half was you, mate, all down that end. The, mo- the moment Flegler went to the bin, it all went to shit. Yeah. And I knew it was going to happen because that's what happens. It was 18 16 at that point, 12 minutes to go. And then not long after that, I thought, uh, Munster hasn't done anything. That means Munster's going to do something because Munster just can't not do anything. He has yeah. to do something. So the only thing I would say is I don't know whether the Harry Grant. Coming on at twenty minutes, I don't know. I just don't know if that that works that great. No, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, that, I, I, that I, might be the only fucking thing Billy needs to toss and turn. It's hard though because I mean, look at remember <coughs> after the um, once the second half started, man, fuck Queensland were in trouble. Yeah, fuck you guys were dropping the ball. I was like laughing, like oh here we go, <laughs> we got on the lead. I was like, "Fuck, man!" But but then again, I always know that you know, I'm scarred from the eighties <laughs> and nineties. I'm scarred from like, was it Mark Queen and? Oh, that was the best. That's all that shit. I'm scarred. I remember crying when he scored. They won at the end. I cried. It was traumatic league trauma. But anyway, um, fuck. Look, but let's let's go. So we'll put a bow on the Waz. Like I, um, I was pretty pissy at Pompey for the jersey pull, but like Andrew Webster said, look, you know, it's almost one, like an automatic one, thing. One, one, one moment. That moment didn't lose, no. and it didn't. It no. didn't. They, the five tries that we were disallowed, yeah. sort of any one of yeah. those could have been yeah. different. So look, I think we're still there or thereabout. But this week, now listen to, I listened to the Warriors one take podcast. Which is their official podcast? It's two young guys. They interview. Um, they interview Joshy Curran today. Josh Curran's with listen. He's a bit of a lad. He's pretty funny. What what I had to laugh about was you know how I always describe and it's it's not my original thought, but it 
Remember how I, I talk about Tohu like it's like Tohu's a zombie. Yeah. And that's what Josh Curran was like, oh Tohu bro. Oh, he's like he's just like a zombie. And like <laughs> I laughed. I'm like, well, I suppose it's because he is kind of like a zombie. Yeah. He, like he looks tired at the start of the game. Yeah. But he just keeps moving. He just keeps slow. going. Yeah. yeah. It's like he's like Brains, brains. <laughs> it's like he's not really there. It's just like he is the Walking Dead, eh? Yeah, he's the Walking Dead. It's awesome. But this week, so the back line one to seven for the Waz for the Dolphins game. This it's it's good. It's oh. one to seven, same. Yeah. So okay, Dol- Dol- we'll just go back to Dolphins. Fins up, fins up. Yeah. Hammer yeah. doing his fins up. Not a fan. Reese. I didn't like Reese. Reese coming in behind him with the fins up. I saw that and I was like, Reese, you need to work on your form. But what what's he playing at? Is Reese off to the Dolphins? Is he or is he just is he just channeling no, his no, inner that's, hammer? That's the hammers thing. Yeah. So the hammer does that, and the hammers come out and say it's not a dolphin. It's like it's something to do with his um um indigenous. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's good because I thought it might have been that, but then I'm watching uh, the social commentators fucking on Instagram yeah, they were, saying nah, they are all saying it's a really, fins up thing, and I'm like, they, oh, yeah, they were what they are, Tim. Classic tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. No, I don't think. Well, um, I, I approve of Reese's. Uh, Channeling is in a. I thought Reese was um, understated, but still played. Like he, yeah, he he actually played well. He was. What am I trying to say here? For the Broncos, he's just cut loose. Yeah. Right. They just cut up. They just cut. Yep. He wasn't like that last night, and we that's a good thing. Yeah, it, it is a good thing. It's he, a good thing. Because you, know, you he, can't. You can't. Because that's when he makes errors. Yeah. Yep. So he was. He played well within himself. But not more than he did enough. He did a bit of Reese. Um, yeah, so, yeah. So, okay, so back to this the week. Dolphins this weekend. So one to seven, same. Yep. So Shans, Montoya, um, best back three Dallin. going around. Best yep. back three. Awesome. Uh, look, you've got to give. I think Metcalf just. You could see Metcalf has a running game. Yep. You can see it, but he just didn't get a chance. So him and Shawnee, I don't think Shawnee will have two shit games back-to-back. No. Uh, the kicking was, I, And on I that, think I think two. he was torn because in the last few weeks where he definitely hasn't had a, like he's had a, like Voltman's been playing, yep. Shawnee's been taking most of the kicks. Yep. He gave it to Metcalf a couple of times. I think, yeah, I think maybe he should do more. Yeah. According to Fonzie on This Warrior's Life, Metcalf not known for his tactical in-game yeah. kicking. So, yeah. Let Sean run it. He's already leading. Just let him run the game. Yeah. And I think we just have – listen to us. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Andrew, Joel here, mate. Hey, I think this weekend just let um, – let, let uh, Luke Metcalf just let him run loose. Cut him loose. Just roam him either loose. side? Roam. Okay. But just, uh, just uh, let Sean do all the game management, though. Okay. Okay, sweet. Huru, see Andrew. Good luck, mate. Right. So, uh, and then um, and then the Fords. So, now this is the... Oh, yeah. So, Egan's back. So, that's good. Barnett's back. So, yeah. So, the front row is Anifanua Blake, uh, arguably the, the informed prop in the NRL. And then Wade Egan, arguably the best hooker in existence. Fastest. Definitely the fastest. Definitely, definitely. Now, best no looker. You, now, best, now, look, Tim, I, I'm gonna, I'll get this engraved on my headstone that I, <laughs> Joel Dixon, was always hot on Wade. Always. You, I, can, I can confirm that. You can that. confirm that. Yeah. Everyone was always bagging his no-look pass and all this shit. And I'm like, no, no, let, let Wade o play. Anyway, enough about me. And then Bunty. So we're still a bit light. So um, 
Murata Niakore and um, Jackson, aka Romper Stomper. Did you see his Romper Stomper haircut? He's got a full skin here. And I was like, when I saw Jackson. Skinhead, skinhead running through the night. Skinhead, yeah. skinhead looking for like, a fight. I was Russell Crowe from Romper Stomper. I, it's actually, I was thinking about it. When I. When I, I I was, so when the game kicked off and I saw Jackson Ford run out with a skinhead, I immediately went to my phone, went to Romper Stomper, Russell Crowe, 1992. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to rewatch that. I probably saw that movie once, but I mean, when we were kids, that was like, well, have you seen Romper Stomper? You know, it was like a real, have you seen it? Yeah, I think, but yeah. Would have forgotten, you yeah. know. Probably watch it now and, you know. Right. Anyway, and then obviously the zombie Tohu at the back. Yep. But now the bench, the bench is crazy. So they thought Dylan Walker was going to be out another week. He's not. He's back. So he's back. So the bench is Walker, Mitch Barnett, um, Joshy, and Ciro. I mean, Ciro played all right off, you know, like Ciro. Yeah. Ciro's that, he's that player that you kind of think, fuck it. Well, a lot of people in the Warriors Twitterverse and whatever the... But Jazz would, would kick him out of Jazz. Yeah, back, like a lot he? of people are like, how does he keep... Ma-? Well, it's like, well, well I got... It's 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 a one word, versatility. Yeah. He's a versatile player. So, yeah. you know, yeah, but like you say, if Jazz was fit, there's, there's numerous players. There's a couple, There was still a few guys shot, uh, short. Now, did you see that... Um, what's his name from Penrith? Um, uh, Scott Sorensen. You know, Sorensen that plays for the Panthers. Yeah. So he, I, I I read a little story that maybe the negotiations have broken down with the Panthers and that basically the Panthers are in a bit of a crunch with the salary cap for keeping everyone. You know, they want to keep fucking uh, James Fisher-Harris and Yo and this and that and the other and blah, blah, blah. And uh, he could be up. He is. He's getting shopped around. He's a good player. He's a good player, you know. So, but then again, it's just another. Well, he's a middle forward. You know, we need middle forwards. Yeah. Is he a prop? Well, I don't know. He's more of a lock, isn't he? Yeah. Or off the bench, big enough, I suppose, to fill in those spots in the middle. There just aren't that many middles going round that are good quality. I mean, he's coming from a good system. He obviously would know Andrew Webster. So there's that. But yeah, uh, Dolphins this weekend. Now, the way is Kafusi still out? I believe he's still suspended. I could be wrong, but Good. one thing I noticed on the fantasy app was uh, when I was checking the team lists on Tuesday night, Wayne Bennett didn't even uh, didn't even name um, Gilbert or Hamaso this week. So they're, they're not even travelling because they must look at it like they play Origin on Wednesday and we've got to go to New Zealand. So. The, the, yeah. he, he didn't even, but Gilbert was Gilbert's dislocated shoulder anyway, so he wouldn't be playing. But so no hammer. So we would never underestimate the Dolphins. Like we've all, we everyone knows that now. Like their Ford packs more or less intact. You know, you got the Bromiches and uh, old new nut dude. What's his name? Um, Nichols and uh, potentially, although he's carrying it, he got an injury cloud over Jerry Marshall King. He's got some sort of injury, but probably will play. Uh, you got Val the House on the bench got a Sarko, but the, here's the thing, and this is what they were salivating about on This Warrior's Life tonight, was um, although he is in pretty good form considering he's up and down, Cody Nicarima has been named at fullback. Oh, yeah. 
So, like, the, this Warriors life boys were Bombs salivating away. that. Yeah, you'd definitely be targeting him. But There's although he, Sean's coming through on he him. has been playing pretty good in the, in the halves. No, he hasn't been playing too bad, Cody, for them. They've no, been, he's well, been playing good. But he's back at fullback. Us. He's back at fullback, yeah. yeah. So, so, I think, look, I think with our ins, I think with Walker and Barnett and Egan back, this this is nearly... This this is this is nearly the best seventeen I think we've got on the field this year, bar Tamari Martin. Yeah, you know, it's right up there with uh, all at the same time. Like and a couple of goodies on the bench too. Yeah, so if Jazz was there instead of Surinan, but then there's not a lot of cover for Egan. Egan's been struggling to play eighty minutes. But if we had Tamari in and Jazz on the bench, and maybe drop Surinan off, that's about as good as we can hope to get at this point. So, Mount Smart, so we're playing at home, 5 o'clock Saturday, no Hammer, no Gilbert. Uh, look, I mean, you, yeah. It doesn't matter by how much, we've just got to get it done, Tim. We've just got to get it done. I think we will this week. Yeah, I'm going 24-22. Wouldn't it be nice to get to 30? Okay, oh really? 30, Jeez. 28. 30, 30, I'm going thirty. Yeah, actually, the Dolphins can got points in the main. Score, eh? I'm gonna go. Although no hammer. Yeah, no hammer. That's probably eight, eight points, eight points less <laughs> that I don't think Nikarima could make up for. I'm gonna go crazy and I'm gonna say thirty-four, thirty was. I like it. So, um, what some was it? crazy lightning out in the. Yeah, there was some lightning. Um, when I left my house, I looked over towards the Southern Alps, and there was just flashing. And that was a couple few hours ago. What was I going to say quickly about the fins and the wires and something? No, it's gone. It doesn't matter. Now, one last thing. Um, a couple of sporty things. Um, now there was a there was a. I know you love the NBA. There was a nearly an anomaly in the NBA the other day. Uh, now the team that I would probably I, I've I haven't even watched an NBA finals really this year. So the finals start tomorrow, the actual NBA finals. So the West best team for the West best team for the East. It's Miami it's the Miami Heat versus the Denver Nuggets. So Denver Nuggets were first seed in the West. Miami Heat were eighth seed in the East. So they beat everyone. They upset they were the underdogs in every series. So the series that the Eastern Conference Finals that just finished. The um, Miami Heat went up 3-0. Like, the Celtics were heavily favoured to win that series and get into the... But they didn't. Long story short, they didn't. But no team has ever come back from 3-0 down in a seven-game series. So the Heat went up three games to zip, and then it was 3-1. And then 3-2. So they've only got to win one more game yeah. to wrap it up, but it went 3-1. Did it go three, to game two. seven? Game six in Miami. Got pipped and and on the buzzer by the Celtics, the Celtics got it back to three. And I I, I wasn't even watching the games, but I tracked them on my phone. And I, I really want Jim, Jimmy Butler. I like Jimmy Butler. I really and because the Heat are kind of like they come in the eighth seed. It's like the Warriors beating Storm, but you know, in that in that eighth versus oh so good. But but obviously a bit bigger, but or maybe not. But um so but the game seven on Sunday. The Heat smoked them by like 20, 30 points. So I was really happy about that. So so the Heat play the um, Nuggets. The Nuggets are play, pay, paying like, playing in Denver game one, about a buck 30. And I'm just thinking, 
you'd be a mug not to put a little sneaky five or a ten on the fucking on the on. Are the, you? Oh, I might have a little see how much uh, I've got in the kitty tomorrow, and I might put a <laughs> sneaky bet on the heat because I've just been the underdog in every final series, and I just keep winning more or less. But yeah, there was a scare there. It, it was it was like. It was like that unwritten rule was. Yeah, it was like the broken. unwritten rule was teetering. I was like, oh, I was just like, I was kind of like a little bit like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't want the, I don't want a team like the Cel- like the Celtics or the Lakers. It's like, yuck, yuck. It's like the Roosters winning. Exactly. It's just like yeah, it's like a a, a heritage team. It was pretty gross. Uh, I think that's a bit. Oh fuck, I forgot. I totally forgot that we started really early. Yeah. I just looked at my phone. I was like, oh, it's going to be like 11.30. Oh, it's 9.40. Sweet. No, that's good, though. That's good. I've, um, I've so there's that. Do. I think we're pretty much good. Oh, now there was one last thing on Trade Me. This is just a little tasty tidbit. They're actually, in this... Oh, where's Summerfield? Not far from just here. Just down here. Yeah. So I, I often... One thing I do on Trade Me, I don't search up much, but what I'll do is I, I go into the search bar and I type in trees. I'm always looking for trees. Like... Different sorts of trees. Random shit. Shit that you can wait with to get it might of 10 maybe and, and way cheaper. So I saw there was a Nor- Norwegian spruce, a Picea abis, abis. And I was like, okay, really nice. Like quite big. Like uh, how big was this one? It says here, 1.4 meters. Yep. In a pot, two bids, few watches, 51 bucks, goes off on Saturday. I'll keep an eye on it, right? What what's crazy? It's a fucking really nice looking like spruce, like it's a Norwegian spruce. It's a really cool looking tree. It's like a it's like a thing you keep in a pot and have it as like a, a feature. This tree is how old? How old is this tree, Tom? Oh, it's thirty three years old. Exactly, it's thirty three years old, and the guy put this is all he put. This tree is thirty three years old. I grew it from seed. It is one point four meters high, and I'm just like fuck. It's had a bit of $51 on it for days. I'm like, wow, why are you selling this tree? Like, it's like, that'd be like me. I couldn't do that. Like, you grew this tree from seed and I've had it for 33 years and you're selling it for 50 bucks? Are you on meth? What a waste of time. Totally. You don't do <laughs> you that. wasted 33 years. I, like, I go to great lengths. Like, if I get a plant, I mean, I've got plants that have had... i got this massive J plant. I can't remember how old it is. I asked Amy, I was like, when did you buy me that? It must have been... I must have had this plant for low... You know, like as nearly as long as I've known it. She must have bought it for me like... 10 years ago or something. At least. It's big now. But I can't imagine... Like when we were selling plants at the la- at the rental, getting downsizing, people would see it. They'd be like, is that one for sale? And I'm like... <laughs> Nah, <laughs> I wouldn't sell it if you offered me. Like, you could probably sell it for two, three hundred bucks. It would never be enough. Why would I sell it for that? But I can't believe this dude. But hey, I'm gonna. This is the. This is the, all I'm watching on trade me. How much are you gonna go to? I don't know, but it's still on fifty one. But then there's another one that has got no bids and on the only watcher, and it's the same deal. This tree is thirty three years old. I grew it from seed. It's two point three meters high. Oh, it's the same. T- same so, but t- it's 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 nearly a meter bigger, and it is quite a lot bigger. The only reason I'm thinking no one's watching that is because it's kind of so big that, like my trailer that I have, I could put the one point four meter and lay it down in the trailer and tow it home. The two point three meter, eh, yeah, it might just be out poking back, out mate. the end. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'm thinking, fuck it, what are, I don't know why all the actions on the on the 1.4 meter. But so yeah, so that's my uh, that's what I've told Amy. That's my 
that's my uh, I'm at the periscope. I'm I'm zeroing in on those two trees. I'd be happy with one, but the thirty three was just the it's bell. It's meant to be. The bell was dinging, but that's the thing I can't believe. It's like you grow from like growing something from seed is. Yeah, there's got to be some sort of attachment there. There is. Yeah. I mean, like I, I grow things from seed trees, and it's kind of like, you know, like the first year, it might just it might just be as long as your pinky finger tall, the trunk. And you're like, oh fuck, is he gonna make it? And then spring comes around, and it grows. And you, you literally <laughs> watch this thing. It's like a, I'm not comparing it to a kid, but it's kind of like it's even slower. Like your kids boost it. Your trees, you're watching it. It might only grow, you know, a couple of hundred mils a year. Uh, they last you know i planted some some beech trees the other day and it like yeah it's like you know i was looking at how long they live and it's like about 300 years i'm like fuck i'll see you out mate fuck yeah <laughs> that's the thing about trees i'm like you know but anyway um have you got anything else to add tim nah you're getting an early night wrap it up mate. we deserve it um yeah. because the, yeah i like i didn't go to bed at 1am no neither it's rough um oh Quickly, the your most disliked thing to talk about. Uh, I'm not watching the women's rugby league tonight. I was I was going to keep an eye on the score just so hopefully New South Wales can win something this year. <laughs> um, I know you don't get attached to things like this, and I know you'll probably poo poo this. But did you have any thoughts on Tina Turner dying? Uh no. I no tinge of nostalgia. Yeah, it was it was nice hearing all those. Yeah, old watching the old league clips. clips and the stories, and yeah. What was interesting? What I always not always, but whenever a he quotes famous person dies, interesting thing with her, she renounced her U.S. citizenship. Did you know that? No. She was a Swiss. She even on Wikipedia, she's listed as Tina Turner, Swiss singer. She's a Swiss citizen. Apparently, very bad health for several years. Cancer. She's eighty three. Yeah, so she had a good life. Old. But um, one thing I so whenever he quotes famous person dies, our old mate uh, at uh, what's his podcast called? I always forget because he changed the name of it, which is a crazy thing to do. But anyway, uh, what's his name? Isaac Weishaupt, occult symbolism and pop culture. He did a Monday. Tina Turner was in the um, description, and I thought I'd have a wee listen because he he's always like they're illuminati confirmed done but it, we, we he did a bit of a Tina Turner rundown yeah and his conclusion was nah, not not illuminati confirmed but was into uh, some she was into, she actually come out said she was into some occult practices but he's kind of like not everyone that's into occult practices is like a bad person like you know it would have been like um even to the point where she was big on like Buddhist sort of Eastern mystic chanting. She thought yep. that that really helped her, which I'm like, maybe we should all be doing yeah. Buddhist chants. Like I used to, the Beastie Boys have um, on ill communication. There's a couple of in between the tracks. There's a couple of, I've, do you know, I've never really listened to Beastie Boys. Are you one of those guys? Yeah. Not that I don't like them. I've just like the only songs I ever heard would have been if it was uh, on the radio. The party. No, mate. You've or, got look, can I just say? Yeah, I've never owned a Beastie Boy album. Oh, I've mate, never I'm so, listened to an album I, start to finish. I've, I'm a yeah. I've always been a bit. But I'll say this: just do me a favor. Yeah. So, download Ill Communication and don't make sure it's not on a shuffle. Yeah. And listen to Ill Communication start to finish. Okay. And don't do it once. 
Okay. Do it like two or three times in a day and make sure no one's going to interrupt you. Okay. But that would be, like, there's lots of albums. I've got so many albums. But Ill Communication is the one. You'll like it because it's... I will, I will recognise most, lots of songs. Like, they no started doubt. out quite punky. Yeah. But Ill Communication's in between, but it's still got guitars, like, you know, Sabotage. Like, you'll, you maybe don't know Sabotage, but... No, I do know that song. You know, yeah. it's, it's like... Well, it, you know, it's hard to avoid it. But, yeah, that's but a it's well not like song. I've never... But you'll yeah. see all what I'm talking about. You'll see all these weird little interludes in between the songs, and it's like Buddhist chants. Yeah, and like I, I always thought, man, like, man, these are I really like these. But you know, it's like yeah, Duncan Trussell does it when he goes on Joe Rogan. Yeah, they yeah. do that real. I can't even do it. But they, you train making those noises. Yeah, and obviously Tina Turner was all well into all that Eastern Buddhist shit. But uh, ah, yeah, she she passed the um, she passed the non illuminati confirmed sniff test, um, and so yeah, I did. I must say, I watched a few. It, it's just it, it's if you were into the you know, uh, the Winfield Cup in the eighties and nineties, it's hard to not look back at that and be like, ah, what a time! Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. So, but anyway, but I don't really like you know we're quite we're cold blooded Joel and Tim on on the show. I don't feel sorrow that much. Well, really, at all. For no, Tina neither, because it's not like because I would ever listen to she, a Tina Turner she song. She died probably surrounded by her kids, with having lived an amazing life. She wouldn't want you to feel bad for her. Like she, she got to have eighty-three years of like probably a fucking unreal existence. So, no, I not. I just yeah. I just I just had looked at it from a nostalgia front, and was awesome. And even. Looked back at a bit of Mad Max shit and, um, you know, We Don't Need Another Hero. Just all around great tunes. Now, the other thing, the other, uh, actually, this was a, I didn't cry, but definitely a jerker of the tear was, have you, and they do they do these fucking, it's not a fluff piece, actually. It's, it's a very serious matter. I don't know if you've seen it, but I just, I watched it on YouTube yesterday after work. What surprise, surprise, was the Daniel Anderson face-to-face you know, former Warriors coach. You know, you heard about he had an accident. No. Okay, so he had an accident body surfing at a beach in in Sydney or in Aussie somewhere, and um, basically did a he 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 got uh, like Joel and he did a Joel'sa, did he? No, but Joel's got off lightly, so Joel's is still in the land of the able. Daniel Anderson's a he's a uh, quadriplegic. No way. Yep. So. But the most upbeat quadriplegic you will ever meet. Yeah, it's one of those things that you watch it and you're just like, "Fuck!" Wow. I've got nothing to worry you're, about. Yeah, you're, you're half that, and you're half gutted. So he's there with Hindy. So Hindy goes to the hot. His, his mood is so upbeat, like cracking jokes with 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 um, Nathan Hindmarsh. Um, I think he does a bit of maybe Vonnie starts off the the interview, but yeah, he's in a he's in a wheelchair and he basically can't really do much with his arms. The legs are fucked for now. I don't know, you know. Uh, yeah, he's but yeah, it, it's quite um, it's 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 heartbreaking and also um, what's the other word? The fact that he's so. You know, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not saying I, I, 
Yeah. It's it's inspiring nearly in a slightly cheesy, not cheesy, but I, I only because I feel like I'd be I'd be a fucking a bit of a wreck and yep. probably feel sorry for myself a little bit for a while. Whereas this, you get well, it only just happened a uh, few months. Like you, you I, I remember hearing about it, and then I remember hearing nothing, and no knew nothing, and then saw that last night. Yep. So several months went by. And I didn't realise he was a quadriplegic, and I didn't realise he was basically going to be in a wheelchair. And, you know, but um, yeah. So check maybe. You know, it depends if you want you if you want to lower your mood. If um, if those if those fucking cashmere soy dads are making your blood boil, maybe just flick on uh, NRL uh, Fox League face to face with Daniel Anderson, and you'll be like. Okay, let's do this. Things aren't that bad, <laughs> but I think um, I believe this is. I mean, this is the upside. Well, the upside for him is everyone, like the Warriors, are doing like the old boys round and round twenty five, and it's all fundraising. I think the guy, um, the guy from One New Zealand that sorted out the referees, the old CEO, Jason Paris, he it's Vodafone or One New Zealand, whatever the fuck. You know, they donate. They gave twenty five large. You know, everyone's just this is the this is the weird thing. I get a bit weirded out by it because it's like there's tons of people there. This is this happens to people all the time. Every week this this happens to someone. Yeah, but what like, about the poor kid in India. Well, what about the poor kid? There's someone there's someone in Christchurch that's in yeah. a wheelchair because they got dumped on it by a wave or yeah. fell off a cliff. I'm not asking for some sort of neo commie. Everyone gets Universal the same amount, fucking, yeah. but it is a bit shit that not everyone does. Yeah, like Daniel Anderson's tied up with East, uh, Eastern Suburbs League Club, like South Sydney, uh, the uh, sorry, not South, uh, uh, Sydney City Roosters. Like he was like the recruitment officer. Like uh, Trent Robinson's on the thing; they look after. So he's well looked after, and that is great. And I'm happy for him that at least. But you kind of think, fuck, how many people slip through the cracks with that sort of shit? I'd say probably fucking most, most of them. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the. I I suppose I just I and I, and that goes for me with the whole Tina Turner thing. It's like, yeah, that's it's sad, but it's not that sad. No, that's mean, I was sad. Yeah, I and, just I felt but, nostalgia personally. Eh? Yeah, I I it always gives me the willies a little bit when we make a song and dance about a famous person when, yep. like you just said, there's people uh, getting crippled and dying all day every day, and no one gives a fuck. All day every day, yeah. non-stop. It is weird, and that's that's the bit where. I'm watching Daniel Anderson yesterday and I know that Fox League people, the show, the people that that direct the show, they know they're they're tapping into oh. my my emotions. Yeah. And everyone's and I'm not even that emotional. There are people that are like instantly online and they're instantly donating money. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's but great. I laughed at Amy, I'm like, fuck, I'd love to give these people money, but I don't really have any to spare. <laughs> you know what they say, Tim? Char- and this is this is true. Charity begins at home, mate. Yeah. People forget that. But anyway, um, I That's think... That's a good way to end. Yeah, charity begins at home. Um, and hey, look, live every day like it's your last time because you never know when... Hey, you might be wa- not be walking tomorrow. You might not you be. You might not be here. You might not be here. You might not have signed a lucrative deal with the Australian Rugby League to do a series of... Videos and um, Winfield Cup uh, pump up videos 
you might not have. But even just if you didn't, fucking enjoy it. Even yeah. if you didn't, uh, that's be done. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> I got real flat there. Go. Oh no! no oh, Tim, gonna be a Tim was gonna. It was gonna <laughs> do a hojo. It was gonna be a hojo. <laughs> <laughs>